Welcome back to Barely D&D, your sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This is Abby, better known as Greta Smallstar, and today I am very happy to bring you episode 72, The Buzz About Boz. Before we can get into buzzing about Boz, I'm going to recap episode 71, The Toadstools. The fungi's journey across Viasta finally led them to its conclusion found in the engineering marvel of the northern port city of Osk. A less than brief, but otherwise innocuous deception of Gefkin guards at the city gate saw a return to form for the party, somehow permitting them to slip onward into the transient metropolis. No sooner had the troop set foot in Osk bustling streets than they noticed a Kefkin wanted poster, which Greta promptly tore down, catching the attention of a nearby figure who was also pursuing the group. In a turn of good luck, the tall, intimidatingly clad individual revealed himself to be Kidream, the tabaxi bounty hunter who Greta met in the warm hearth months ago, and who was growing more and more displeased with the Empire himself. Rather than collecting on the lucrative bounty resting on the party's heads, the unexpected ally defied expectations by connecting the group with the brass company contacts beneath the city with whom Shpaguber made arrangements. It was into the subterranean tunnels which drained the city's many waterways which Kidream led the band of heroes, and it was in these tunnels that the brass company-affiliated sellsword passed off the group to yet another employee of the criminal organization. This roguish character met the fungis with clear intent, performing her duty to bring them to Thimnan's fellow faction leader, but also revealing her identity to be among the many who hate the Iron Empire and would work to see its fall. In a moment of surprising haste, Ro accepted a sudden offer from this Jupiter Yazla, having discovered that she wanted the Kefkin general Lashla dead, in exchange for 20,000 gold. With less than a month passed since the death of the last Kefkin commander, the fungi are now bound to face an even more dangerous foe before entering to make acquaintance with another crime lord and hopefully reunite the poor Bet and her crew. Without any further hesitation, I am happy to bring you episode 72, The Buzz About Boz. Hey, welcome back, back to Barely d and I'm going to stop talking because Jackie wanted to do it. Yeah, All right, Jackie. You want to do it together? Co-host this thing? Yeah, All right. let's do it. What's up? I'm Landon. <laughs> and I'm Jackie. And this is your <laughs> new favorite D&D. show. Oh, dang it. Oh. Okay. Um, so. Sort of Dungeons and Dragons. That was so good, you guys. Cast of Pods. That's right. And today we are here with the same people we were last week, Cocoa believe it or not. And uh, we're going to bamboozle some Tom's fooleries. <laughs> hey guys. And I'm going to try to not make like, accept bounties from royals this time around. <laughs> Good luck to that lady if she can find us Is in that... six months. We'll probably yes. be like in like... She's a rogue royal. Yes, Abby? She's connected. Oh, you're just saying Your hi? Your camera finally connected. Okay, cool. <laughs> so Thank I can you. see you now. That's... Abby's away because she's to- so great and so her great she's energy. Infected. Hey, Abby, and tell us what was it just in your hand. What's going on in your hand? Hmm? What was just in what your was hand? That? What was that? Big old tub of ice cream. She's eating There's right coffee. from the tub. No, it's not. Coffee. Right from the tub. For some reason, making me think of Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls? Right from the tub. <laughs> I love that show. Tub. I've never um, seen we're saying the word that. tub. It's so good. I can't watch it tub. because the little girl is voiced by Louise <laughs> and it's just Louise. Oh my I goodness. It, she is. You ruined it for me. You ruined it for me. You ruined anyway, it for me. Anyway, um, what is our letter question? I'm joking. The letter question is, if your character believed in a conspiracy theory, which conspiracy <laughs> theory would it be? But it has to be Yalabrin themed. It's a Yalabrin themed conspiracy theory. I like that. I like that question a lot. I want Tello to be the NPC. Can I yeah, see no, if there's I a conspiracy about someone who resembles Bill Nye the Science Guy? 
Yes, yeah, yes, you can. Yeah, it's Bore Nye, the science bore. The science swine. The science swine. The science swine. Bore Nye, the science swine. That's what he originally said. What is it new? You just said the wrong word. Oh, okay. This is what we originally said. Oh. This is a new YouTube. This is the wrong word. Story of my life. That's going to be the title of my biography. Who do you guys want the DM NPC to be? I said Tello. Okay. No, Tello. no, it needs to be somebody weirder. No, it needs I to be really somebody... want to know what Tello's would be. Tello probably knows all the that's conspiracy theories are actually real, so he's not—he's boring. That's what Ood. Okay, okay, that's Ood. Oh, that's Ood. Uh, the king? The king she's would gonna be believe cool. in like such weird things. That's Ood. It is. Um, Wait, okay, I changed my I answer. Alondra. I want to know what Alondra's would be. Why do you t- t- choose the all-knowing Boss. people? I started it, so I don't have to go first. Alondra. Real, real, real conspiracy theory. Okay, okay. Because you just said something uh, about you Bill said Nye. it has to be like Yalabrin. Yeah, that. yeah, like a conspiracy in Yalabrin. Yeah. <laughs> Micah's so tired. She's just like, I, I don't know. What is something about rocks? Yeah, Craig okay, likes rocks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so we heard about there's this like edible rock, um, <laughs> and it's candy edible? rock, but he uh he believes. This is less a conspiracy theory, but more of just a misunderstanding. He, <laughs> just, star, he thinks that star. they're like naturally made um, candy rocks, but like he doesn't understand that it's like sugar and that it's like made by people. He thinks that like you find them in caves that like, they're really so rare. Craig thinks them. sugar is. So, so you're telling me that that Craig, the rock expert, <laughs> the man who has a special check the for only rocks, person with stone thinks cutting. that rocks <laughs> thinks, thinks that, that sugar sugary comes rocks from just grow the in the earth, like the the crystal kind of like candy rocks that are sold. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> mines. He's like, how long did he work in the mines for? I'm just kind of curious. <laughs> so every time Craig in his earlier mining career was mining, he pulled out a gemstone. He'd be like, ah, cool, good one. And then when it, all his friends looked away, he'd go, ah. <laughs> Looking a little bit to see, he go, not that one. And then put it in the bin. And the, and the next time, be like, just a couple more weeks, I'll find another. Picks up an opal. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not that one. Okay. <laughs> not a conspiracy theory. Just a misunderstanding. <laughs> one of Craig's coworkers looking over, and he's just slowly licking a jade, just going, eh? <laughs> looking over, and the coworkers is like, what? I was wondering why he was gnawing on the sending stone for a while. But- <laughs> The setting stone is like sticky when you get it. <laughs> Anyone know what the setting stone is? Yeah. Here we go. Low press the digitator to crap out of it. so poor. What's up? What's Rose? Rose conspiracy? Okay, so Jackie has been watching a. T- I've been binging X Files, so Roe would totally be like spooky Molder, and um, she would believe that the Kefkins are like hiding the fact that weird little um, gray creatures that are like really smooth gray creatures, little gray men. Little guys? Yeah, little guys. <laughs> little guys? Little guys? Little guys? Babes? Little guys? That are from the sky. Have, little guys? That, are, that are from the sky have come down to Yalabrin somehow and are like um like interfering with things in our world and like the kefs are like maybe doing experiments and letting them do experiments on us like on on people in yalabrin and stuff like that there's little gray men coming down from the sky because it's personally this is me speaking and this is also (laughs) greta speaking 
I'm always down for a little guy that comes from space. <laughs> a little guy. <laughs> I got bosses. I got bosses one. I got bosses one. I'm definitely just clipping Greta going, personally, I'm always down for a little guy. <laughs> I come from space. Actually, no. From Earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say Can outer space because creature? we don't know about Can outer space, so that's like why I said the sky. Boz. So, Boz believes that the moon is real. But <laughs> Do I have news for him? <laughs> the second moon is questionable. <laughs> Which one is which? He can't remember anymore, which he thinks is part every of the Every time he looks at Tree Low, he's like, yeah, every time he looks at Tree Low, he goes like, I don't know about you. He thinks that there is a wizard somewhere illusioning the second moon. Every time they're both in the sky, he just goes, uh... Greta and Tella are having like deep conversations about the moon. And like, Bob is like 10 feet over there. Well, we can't Greta's see. Like, I think it's about. I think it's about love and 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 life and death. And and this is like I don't know. Well, we can't see in every Greta and and Tello scene from the whole series about the moons. All these deep moments is like twenty feet away. Boz is also looking at them, shaking his head, and then Craig's over there just licking a rock. Right <laughs> this one's not sweet. But you don't know. Ah. And Rose looking up at the sky like I know they're there. <laughs> Little guys. <laughs> little guys. Do you have any and little Greta, guys here? Greta's like, little guys. And Tella's like, I should go. Guys, we haven't even started. I'm already crying. This is a good, this is a good start. <laughs> <laughs> he knows, he knows one moon is real, but the other one is not so sure that about. the best. You win. All right. Um, we didn't hear Greta. Yeah, we did not. Oh yeah, Greta. <laughs> Nifty. That's just that's it. That's the Mic tweet. Drop. It's in. Okay, expand, what? expand, buddy. Isn't that technically a conspiracy theory? A little. Well, no, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just a theory because no one's conspiring to anything. I feel like Greta's conspiring about conspiracy it. Conspiracy theories require conspiring. I'll do it. Okay. Rose, other conspiracy oh. theory is that the Kefs killed her mom. Um, my, if 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 this That's isn't the question, but you asked, so here you go. If we're, if it was a real life conspiracy theory, oh. Greta would be a flat earther. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> that is that is quite. There's a well. Hey, it's more understandable at that time, right? There's a, because, there's a very big running joke in Critical Role's campaign three that one of their main characters, like the Sam Rebels character, um, FCG, has said like like fourteen times in the campaign. He's like, "Yeah, the world's flat," and it's just like a running thing that his character is very convinced that the world is flat. And they've like been up in a ship looking at the curvature, and he's like, nah, "I don't buy it." Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I like him. He's funny. Shout out to that guy. He is quite funny. Anyway, um, Bessa Ood, what her conspiracy be? Bessa I changed Ood's, my vote to Alondra. You have, but you, if you, if it's Bessa, 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 Bessa Ood, I'm going to keep talking. But thank you for the permission to her continue. Voice? So Bessa Ood's, you have to do it. Bessa Ood's conspiracy <laughs> would be, and she swears some of the other people from Legath are pooping in her bucket. <laughs> She knows it's hers. That's private property. She protects it with the butter knife. And someone that poop doesn't smell like hers. She could swear. Nothing. He's looking shifty. He's sneaking into the shacks. Sneaking some dumps. 
Anyway. I have a new Yalabrin shit. <laughs> no, stop, no. A new Yalabrin what? Tip. What? Bessa Ood in her bucket? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we all have to dress up for Halloween as a Yalabrin NPC, and I got dibs on Bessa Ood in a bucket. Dude, yes! <laughs> I'm just going to carry a Home Depot bucket different around. NPCs. Oh my goodness. All right. I like. That's kind of sick. In, in, a, in an alternate universe that will never happen because I work way too hard on the thing we actually do, there should be like a little mini series where each of us plays a different Yellowbird NPC, and it's just Love Is Blind, but it's just all the all the random weird NPCs. So somebody's Bella Andra, and somebody's Bessa Ood, and somebody's Nothing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, that is a very good idea, Zachary. The or just world Zachary sitting where in front of Bessa Ood and Bella Andra. Are in love blind. Are in love is blind. The, no, are in the same. But I feel like I know room. exactly. I feel like I already know how that interaction would go, though. Bella Andre would be like ew, and Bessa Ud would be like. Ah. What if you Bella Andre pulls out a secret poop bucket too? You don't know. You don't know. That's what was in the top what? floor of the, ta- of, yeah. the, of the tower. You go up there, it's just a solitary bucket in the room. Yeah. None, of the, none of the listeners have heard the unrecorded episodes, so no one knows what we're talking about. Oh, that's right. We're going back. We're I going haven't back even heard the episode. Yeah, I just know about to kill Bessa Ood. There's a weird character. No, Any, anyway, we're going to move on to the thing now. Um, this, everybody, is episode 72. Two. This is episode 72, The Buzz About Boz. The buzz about what? Boz. The buzz about oh. Boz. What? I thought we already also- have an episode named that. Am I crazy? Do we? Well, I hope we don't. Oh no, it was it was a it was a, a letter question. That was what we came up with for his autobiography. <gasps> Shoot, that's right. This is the start. This is what this is how I start <laughs> writing it. This is right. Anyway. Um level nine adventure. Still cool. Bjal sconed the fifth steel. And it's probably like it's probably like 3.56 p.m. It's almost dinner time. Do you want some uh, honey bread? We could go back up top, grab some bread, come back down. You that know? is not the person we did the honey bread thing with. I can't eat honey bread anymore on my own. What? Are you gatekeeping honey bread? <laughs> Do you have honey for the bread? No. Heck no, that's super <laughs> That feels like I'm about to meet a babushka. If, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We'll That's right. Good. Did you sneak um, new songs onto this thing when I wasn't looking? I don't think so. Because I do not recognize at least three of the songs that we've listened to. In There's the last. a couple I have just I haven't played in like eight months. Okay. Um, but you can, Michael. You look it. like you don't know where you are. <laughs> okay. We got this. Let's just keep plowing. Like Micah, Let's she keep just, plowing. She just looked. She was lost, looking over my right shoulder. Micah, um, you're forcing your eyes open. Drink some more Red Bull. Yeah, please drink some Red Bull. You're about to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Landon said Micah's name and then Micah started crying. I don't know, Landon. I kind of want to leave this in, but I'll, all right, I'll no, put it in. no oopsie poopsie if we no don't want to. Um, <clears throat> I can drink the Red Bull, dude. So, um, uh, I almost said Warriors of the Well. Uh, fun guys, yes. just made a blood pact with a princess you met in the sewers, which is the most D and D sentence I've ever said in my life. Um, to kill. General Lashla before the end of the year, so that's bold. Um, Rock and roll, baby. What else are you gonna do when a princess Rock asks you to kill roll. somebody in a sewer? Can we do that oh, on my no. birthday? We're gonna kill her. I don't even know when my birthday gonna, is, guys. That's what I want to do on my birthday. All right, guys, focus. We're yeah, playing D and D. We're in a sewer. We have. This is the last episode. I was talking as well. I just, oh, this I'm is sorry. not the last episode. <laughs> 
That was really funny. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> just Jackie, super sad, going, I was talking as well. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was talking as Boz. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, this is the last one. We're on a television show. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, Are we so, still walking with her? Yeah. Uh, basically, like, you guys have just made the deal, and she's Thick. just pulled back up the mask on the hood, and you've resumed walking. Okay. I'm really interested in your poetry now. I mean, I was I was before, but I... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a long I don't walk. I don't write poetry. I just... Oh, wrong accent. It's not... I don't write poetry. I just have an interest in it. Okay. Sorry. It's all right. And she nods and keeps walking. Hey, do you have a favorite part to read your poetry? I work for a secret criminal organization. I, I murder people now. I don't... You don't read it anymore? Uh, I haven't had poetry to listen to in a long time. And Oh, amazing detail. Do you have poetry? Your, your, your compatriot said that you are a poet. I, 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 I like elbow crack and I say, like, <clears throat> actual... Like what you showed us at the campfire at Unstead. Am I ready for this? <clears throat> hey, <laughs> you don't I have to joke. You don't have to joke. It's okay. Today, it's good. I, I have I have one. She suddenly stops and attracts and turns around and just gestures. Ro plays a little bit of what like sounds this, like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it sounds yeah. like this, like as mood, mood music. A song for, by Kevin S. Melodious. Yeah. For, for <laughs> Craig. Kevin and she, that's really shout easy out to like snap. Boom. Kevin S. <laughs> Do I read it? Yes, that's what you okay. do with poetry. <laughs> right. You wrote. I'm not sure what to say when your eyes meet mine. Such ghastly sorrow locked deep inside. How to retrieve the key, the answer I need to find. And maybe one day I'll meet your gaze, say everything is fine. She just stares at the waters while you read it. She's expecting more, but when you stopped abruptly, she kind of looks surprised. She nods for a moment. I'm working on it, Bill. I don't want to kill you anymore. That was beautiful. Okay, duly noted. Someone wants to kill me and they're interested in poetry? Maybe you offer them poetry. And she shakes her head. And, <laughs> um, and you all travel with the starkly clad figure. It's a dope visual um, because it's just the fun guys walking in complete darkness with this faint green umbra from the wand shining around them. And then also mixed in with like an orange. It's sort of like a like a, a pale soft tangerine from the fire that's dancing over the walls. And it keeps like it, it looks <clears throat> it looks microcosmically like um like the way headlights look running over a road because the water is moving back and forth over the texture of the stone as you walk by. And just out of the edge of your vision, it's so far out that you can't see the end of it, but there's just, um, <clears throat> there's like a claustrophobically close wall on one side and then just dark waters on the other. And these tunnels are so large and so endless that you can't really see the start and the stop of them. Um, 
and she gets to the end of another bend and she rounds it and then around another and around another and then you guys cross over like sort of a little bridge across one way and there are bridges here um and she moves from one side to another and you guys walk and you walk and eventually um you all through a series of times there are ladders that go straight up and you imagine lead to the surface but then there are also ladders that go or like stairwells that go out at an angle <clears throat> and she hasn't addressed any of these moved into them so far but at one point you all move by one and there is a small stair walkway that goes up to like these sort of like like metal doors they're not stone they're metal and they're full height doors and you don't know what they're for but at one point she turns toward one and her eyes are kind of scanning she stops at each one and like looks at the edges and then keeps going and eventually she gets to one and she looks somewhere at the side nods and she walks up the stairwell and there's just like a boom 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 she knocks three times on the door there's a pause and then there's a, you can see that there's this eye slit section in the door at about head height and there's a as it slides open and instead one opens at about the height of her shins and these two little black beady eyes with fur all around them uh you hear like a and she goes, um, Jupiter, I'm here to see good Charlotte. And it's just a nod from the black eyes and then <laughs> and as the door is opened up, um, you all uh, walk into like kind of a wave of like steam kind of pour like a little mist low to the floor pours out from behind the door and moves down and sort of swirls out into the larger chamber and um, the sound of the waves dies out behind you and um, uh, when the door is opened uh, there's like kind of like a little waiting room a cylindrical waiting room that goes up a little bit with a domed ceiling and then another stairwell up and another metal door there and there's a guard waiting in there the one who's opened the door and uh, jupiter is invited in and she waves you all and as the door closes behind you the individual in there is a gerbine it's a tiny little mouse person um Ooh. there's a huge <laughs> notch missing out of the left ear and um a scar down one eye it means he's fixed um <laughs> oh, I'm joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> Scarred down one snow blind eye. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dark leathers on. Um, that was just funny. like twelve daggers on the front of the vest. Um, and then on the other side of the room, uh, there is a full blown minotaur, about uh, about seven feet tall. Um, uh, he's what gigantic. Um, he, there, you can see there are like two axes at his side, but on top of like, kind of like heavy dark leathers, um, on his hand, he has three gigantic meaty fingers and he's wearing these thick metal, like gauntlet gloves and there are spikes on the knuckles. And you get the feeling that this is one of the things he fights with is he just makes fists and he just punches to people to death with the gauntlets. So he's standing there leaning against one end and the gerbine looks up, Jupiter looks at you guys, kind of narrows his eyes and he goes... This doesn't look like him. This doesn't look like the fun guys. She looks right, but the others don't look right. Ro, and for rec for the record, he's about a foot and a half tall. Ro um, just kind of goes, and it and everyone kind of <sighs> seeming is dropped. Yeah, record. like it like falls. Like Nods. Very nice. Very nice. I'm impressed. So you guys are the um, you're the Kefkin killers. Um. Um, Ooh, we, I don't. I, we're yeah. the fun guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, the ones who uh, slayed the general, the wandering death. Yeah, I guess yep. that's also that's that's a... the um the minotaur snorts, <laughs> nods, kind of like yeah. He, he does like <laughs> a little fist, like yeah, rock on. Ro does it back, <laughs> and then he like hits his chest and points to you. And Ro does it like double, and then she does, <laughs> and then she does rock hands, like yeah. <laughs> Does you know what that symbol means? But he nods his head. Uh, and Jupiter says, uh, she turns around and she goes, um, uh, she says, <laughs> sorry, Mike is on fire. Today. Um, Jupiter turns around and she goes, um, uh, I need to go speak with the faction leader. See if she's prepared for you all, but hmm. you all are permitted to wait in here for the time. Okay. She nods. She walks up to the door. She goes, doom, 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 doom. The door <laughs> slides open. Is this open. a different door? Yes, a oh, second okay. door up. <laughs> she walks up the small stairwell, disappears behind, and then... <laughs> there are crates on the side of the room, and you all can put together easily enough that this must be a storage room. So even though these they flood these tunnels, there must be supplies for workers mm. here, and this must be where like the brass company runs some of their... like. They must operate out of these rooms. Noise. And considering, the company is so cool. They're just uh, they're pretty cool. <laughs> considering the size of the of the city and the organization of these tunnels, it occurs to you all how effective it must be to, to hide down here. Because for the Kefkins to comb these tunnels would take who knows how long. Yeah. And you know, if the if they have warning systems or outs, they'd be ghosts down here. And you guys are just stuck in this room with these two guards. We're sitting there waiting. Hey. What are y'all's names? Jerbean narrows his eyes. <laughs> My name's Pipsqueak. <laughs> Did you actually laugh? No, that Ro? was Jackie, not Ro. I like to think when... Ro does. No, Ro would not. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ro is smooth when she wants to be. What's yours? <laughs> My name's Craig. Craig. <laughs> Craig you look like a Dan. killer, Craig. I am. Ro does chuckle when he says that. He like looks a little intimidated. You know what really kills? No. What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mesothelioma. <laughs> God, what is wrong with us? Being emotionally aware. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say kindness. Kirby <laughs> makes a weird face. And the Minotaur, not looking at any of you all but listening, froze his brow and nods. <laughs> And, and, he just, and he just he just goes oh my and God. points his fingers at Craig again yeah. and looks back to the shadows. Self awareness. What's <laughs> what's self awareness? Is that like a like a magical technique? Nah, no, no, no. It <laughs> you can't do that. You can't laugh. Feels like it, but it's just being aware of how your act <laughs> and behaviors affect other people what do you mean like 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 if i stab you i know you're gonna bleed but with your word hey craig what do you mean <laughs> hey druid guy like the dwarf riff okay this is interesting I've so so you're talking about how to like like you can attack people with your words is that what you're saying but that's not good because then they get hurt guy look at me i'm covered in knives and you're having this whole conversation with a tiny mouse person who's about a foot and a half tall and he goes some of the some of the fur around his chin is like white like a goatee and he's just stroking and he goes my whole job is hurting people 
kill but him. What's the motive in here? What do you mean? In your heart. Are you doing it for the good of others? No, Are you I'm doing killing it? the others. Not those others. Or are you and he's uh, Craig has his full attention. He's so focused on Craig. <laughs> or are you doing it because you want to feel good about yourself? That's stupid. I... His Keep eyes widen and he just stares at a shadow. The Minotaur has been nodding, nodding the whole time. He's got these thick. He has the he he's kind of got like yak fur. It's heavy and hangs down oh, all around his head, and it's it's braided into thick heavy braids. You guys know the evil Minotaur from uh, Narnia. Oh, from Narnia, yeah. the general looks like him. Um, yeah, and he nods and he goes. And that's why I've been trying to tell you, Pipsqueak. <laughs> this crack dude's got a mad point. He's wicked right. <laughs> I swear that's what I've been trying to say. We had it doing these things, but we don't know why we're doing them. Zachary. Zachary, <laughs> what are you doing? Wait <laughs> on, brother. Wait on. You know, you'll, you'll never know what it feels like to be a true warrior. What's happening to your voice? Why do you have to do that accent <laughs> don't now? Do that, don't do that. Don't do that. You'll never know what it feels like to be a true warrior until you fight for justice. Word, brother. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Peepsqueak looks confused. What do you mean, Killer? And Killer <laughs> continues and he goes, All I'm saying is, you know, we can look at this job like it's an opportunity to take things back for ourselves. Or we can look at it as an opportunity to rebel against a corrupt institution over our nation. It's really a dig at the Empire. Did I just join a rebellion? <laughs> Bro goes, Amen. <laughs> Fight for the people. Craig, make a persuasion check. Oh my god. I'm starting to rebel. What are we per oh. <laughs> that's a that's an unnatural twenty. Pipsqueak <laughs> looks in the shadows and he goes. We are the people. Yeah. Of the United States of Yalibur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Craig guy. I like what you're into. I'm fighting for you. I'm fighting for you, man. And I'm fighting for you! <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like at looking like, not at them, like resting my arms, but I'm just like looking at Tello with like a look of just like, what is going on? Tello looks astonished and he just looks at you and shrugs like, I don't know. Ro is like trying not to be part of it. She's like rubbing the scar <laughs> on her hand, like so she doesn't laugh. It was still happening. a lot of blood. <laughs> She's like, Have you healed that? Have you? I can. I can do it. <laughs> Ro. I can. Well, no, she can't do that. She's got to play the. Oh, the loot. That's hard to play with. <laughs> Balls, uh, okay. balls, balls. I cast healing word. It's, the strings are hunting. And I, I say, <laughs> Brute Loops. <laughs> the healing word. Snack that smiles back. And no, that uh, is what? It's healing word. So Thank I say you. a word oh, that heals you. Magic. And Thank then you, the balls. door, the higher door up, <laughs> slides open, and Killer stands up and goes, Oh, shoot, you guys got to get in there. 
All right, let's go. Let's okay. go, friends. I go. You what? I go. Okay. <laughs> so um, the fun she guys move up the stairwells. <laughs> uh, you move up to your right and then around a corner and then up another corner and you all enter into a wide room. Uh, it's large. The floor is flat and it has, um, but the edges of the room, like the, the perimeter of this like sort of octagonal room, um, there is an indent at the edge of the floor. And the whole room, very, very, very slightly, is angled down from a central point. And Guys, I don't think that's good. And uh, uh, there is condensation in the grooves of the bricks moving to the side. Oh. And water is constantly catching because the room is heavy with mist. And water is constantly catching, running to the edges and forming small little like waterways that are pouring out of drains in the middle of the room. And there are pipes overset, overhead and there's like cracks in them and steam is just continually leaking out. It's, it's heavy and dense and it's warm I in here. I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay. And it's... I was thinking that was a great question. And... Uh, <laughs> He's like, what about a detail? Well, shut up. I wouldn't know it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, Thanks for man, that, though. there's nothing I like more than some good plumbing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? So... <laughs> that's got to go on the Patreon, Zachary. <laughs> Guys, there's so many good clips from this. Oh, um, there's nothing I like more than some good, good plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> Row in a green bottle. That's a t-shirt. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we need to make more stickers, y'all. But anyway, we um, do. Here's the good plumbing, guys. Here's the good, good plumbing. Good cheers. Plumbing. Good plumbing. This one's empty. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, there's so there's uh there's thick mist and condensation hanging around the edges of the room, and um the room is filled with people. Um there's probably like. 20 people in here. It's a big room. Are they all staring it's at us? It's maybe 40 like feet across. Um, a lot of people are kind of gathered. So they're, they're, the room is filled with tables. Wooden tables have been brought in here, set up. Chairs. There's crates at the edges. Um, there are drinks being passed around. And uh, uh, people are, are, are speaking in small groups. But the, the middle of the room is entirely empty. And at one wall, um, someone has like removed bricks from the wall. And pulled them out of the wall until they make the shape of a great, like, throne seat. And sitting in that rough, like, abstract representation of a throne seat is one central figure. Um, uh, she is six foot six. Um, uh, she is a wall of dark grayish purple muscle. There is a full orc woman two thick slightly off-white tusks jutting from her from her fat lower lip and um one of them has a brass cap on the top of the tusk um she has like sort of dull gray green eyes um with kind of some low bags under them she is completely bald um and she has uh she's wearing like a monocle in one eye that is just like completely cracked to crap serves no function it's like pinched down in between her eye and um some sort of a bizarre affectation. Uh, she has, I mean, she is beefy. She has broad shoulders, thick arms, heavy forearms that are laying lazily on the side of the throne. On her... Uh, I'm sorry, you're good. I was trying to get his attention. Oh, you okay. want to oopsie poopsie it? Yeah. <clears throat> Whose attention? Miguel. Um, Miguel. Miguelito. Um, uh, and... Um, on her hands, she's wearing uh, four brass rings, uh, one on the right hand, three on the left. They're 
thick and ornate and heavy. And um, on her forearms, she's wearing these heavy, heavy, thick black leather uh, bracers that are studded with brass studs. And like her, her forearms just barely fit in them and they make the veins pop as they go up her bicep and down her hand. Um, her arms are covered and her, uh, she is wearing no sleeves. Her, out, her outfit is sleeveless and there are like thick scars and cuts all along her arm. And she's wearing this heavy, like it is, it's just studded leather but it's so thick and dense that it almost kind of looks like a like a um, like a breastplate, just out of leather. It's so heavy, and it only comes down half like halfway down her torso, so it's almost kind of midriffish. And you can see her abs from underneath. And then she has these thick, heavy black pants with a series of like practical um, uh, straps and pouches, and then these thick boots. And leaning up against the throne with its heavy head at the bottom is this like five foot tall maul with a long black handle and a brass studded head and these huge massive circular iron studs, each of which is engraved with a little symbol of a hand with a hammer in it into the stud of the hammer. She's leaning back lazily and um, there's different figures around the room. Uh, there's an attendant next to her with like um, like a uh, another thin slat of board with like parchment nailed into it at a quill. Um, and uh, you all are suddenly in this room. The other thing really worth mentioning is that um, as the mist drips all around and like, and it's cool because it condensates on the ceiling. So there's constantly like little droplets from around the room. And uh, there's also three other really significant things in here. Um, sitting all around her throne are three animals. Each of them is about eight or nine feet long. Um, there are massive iron collars with brass studs sitting around three drakes. Um, I'm going to put a reference imagery image in chat. Oh, I wish I could have gotten something for this for you. I could have generated something super thick. Oh, it's okay. I have a, I, I had artwork. Oh, oh I see sick. what you're saying. Yeah. Well, you know, you live and you're Oh, those longer. are cool. Those are sick. Oh. Uh, Okay, so there's an image in Discord if you all want to look at it. Um, but they look like giant wow. dragon alligator dogs, basically. Hmm. Um, they each have massive horns protruding from their face, and they're all like a dark blue. Yeah, and, um, what, what alligators. You What'd you say? Alligators. Uh, no, it's it's in uh, lore and reference. Um, oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Whoa. <laughs> and, hello, sir. Yeah, they're massive. And they, they're like lounging kind of like big cats do with their arms crossed. Are they crossed kind of like that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they look very much like that. Um, all different shades and sizes, but all three of them lounge around. And as you all walk in the room, they just look at you and one of them <laughs> snorts in the mist, flurries around her head. And you all walk into this room. This is so cool. Do, does Ron know what they are? Um, you like, know what? You know what we will is? forego the nature check just because this is a little famous. Okay. Um, those are drakes. Okay. They are a dragonkin native to Jarsku. They are very big and dangerous. They're large predators who often work in packs, and they are known um uh for being trainable. And they're they're used as guard animals. They're very dangerous and imposing. Little baby. Little babies. Little guys. Little baby. Um. The dudes. Are people just looking at us when we walk in? And about half the room turns and looks at you. Some people give a furtive glance and then look away. And that individual on the throne is just sitting there with a huge fingernail and just like kind of picking at one of her tusks. And then as you all walk in, she lowers the finger. She gives you a big, wide smile. And she just... That's scary. Gestures you on in toward the center of the room and points toward the middle. 
I, I keep walking. Yeah, I go. Craig? Uh -huh. I, have a, I have a player question. Hey, we were coming here to find the goober, right? I'm trying to figure out for this. Okay. Craig wonders to himself. <laughs> okay. You can't we can't metagame right now. Are you Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's alright. Um Craig is confused as to why the party is there, which is very on par and barbarianish. Like I like it. And uh the group meanders to the middle of the room. I don't know. Can we game. explain like why because it is kind of confusing how sure. it happened. Can we like Yeah, the so players can Micah have a second talk, sure. Basically, Micah, um we were look like Spookuber told us that he talked to the brass hand, so we we talked to that Tabaxi guy who I knew was with the brass hand, and he took us to the brass hand. So we're with the brass hand who has Spookuber. Okay, I knew we yeah. were with the brass hand. I just didn't know. And as a quick reference, reported. everybody knows that the brass hand is definitely not this lady in Thimnon. You guys know that title from the, the past. brass hand is Thimnon exclusively. The brass company is this organization that we're talking yeah. to. Yeah. Just for whatever thank you, that's worth. Thank you. Just making sure. I appreciate helpful. that, y'all. Yeah. Don't so worry. I got it really we're... wrong one time, and I will never do that again. Um. <laughs> what? So the brass hand. So the brass. Wait. The brass hand is them, and the brass company is it's the whole criminal organization. Yeah. So this lady is like the brass foot or the brass elbow. She's like the brass <laughs> kidney. Liver. Got the it. crimson chin. Okay. <laughs> we're about to find out. Okay. okay. Smash that. That was great. It took me a while, but that was good. Um. So the uh, the party is standing awkwardly in the middle of the room. I'm like scratching <laughs> on your on your neck. Okay, I was worried you were like scratching your butt or something. And, uh, <laughs> of course I am. I that would be Craig. <laughs> and um, there's an awkward pause, and she just sits there smiling, looking at you all for a second. And um, an attendant from near her. I mean, it's just some sort of like a brass company thug in armor, but he comes walking up. Um, He's a half-elven fellow with really pale white skin, uh, ginger freckles all over his face, uh, dark green eyes, just a giant ginger afro that's like condensating and twisting under the water, dark black armor. And um, oh, he's fun. like shaking as he walks toward you all. And he gets up there and he goes, Hey, so, uh, uh, welcome to the anvil. I'm going to need your weapons before you talk uh, to, to, uh, uh, Lady, are y'all with? Yes. Can I get your weapons? Yes. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I hand him my. Leaving the weapon. My mace. Okay. I don't think deep, I have my scimitar deep, deep, anymore. Deep, deep, deep. I left it on the ship with yeah. my shield. Okay. I don't carry that with me. Should you hand him the staff? I. It's a wand. You don't have to. He's, I, he's just handing. He's holding out his hand for weapons. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I. I. Up to you. Uh, Yes. Are we handing the, them? The or wand are we is just adhered to your leg. Oh, unless he asks for it, I just okay. I, I hand. He doesn't make anything of it. Um. So Greta hands over her mace. Craig, what do you hand over? All of the weapons I have. Okay. There's just a pile. Yes, to pile them in your arms. Second. Oh, I I hand over uh the daggers we got from Dolgoth okay. and the poison, and I also hand over the dagger of double animal speaking. Okay. <laughs> and, gotcha. Uh, and then he gestures to Ro. Uh, I just give him my rapier and I swing my loot behind me. Okay. Um, Tello pulls out knife, 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 knife. Oh, knife, I didn't give him knife, any. Knife, I didn't have knife, two daggers on me. Knife. Wait, can I? Yeah. Can I do perception check? Does Tello give him all of his knives? Uh, you guys have learned well enough from Tello now. He still has that thigh knife that he never gives. So that stays on him. And, uh, and so now this guy is, is holding this pile of weapons, which are shaking How in his arms. Do you need any help? 
Uh, and he goes, no, this is my job. <laughs> okay. And the whole pile's just going, he's like, shakes back and forth. He walks over to an empty table and he like, there's these two guys sitting there with drinks. He goes, move. And they pick up their drinks and move. And he sets them down on the table. And he goes, I'm like cringing as he's like dropping things. I'm like, okay. A dagger falls to the ground. He picks it up, puts it on the table. That's why I didn't give him my loot. And uh, he stands over at the side of the throne, crosses his arms. It's supposed to look imposing, but he's still shaking violently. How far away was the table? Uh, 30 feet. Okay. Um, one turn of movement. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want, I can put out a battle map. Oh, I don't well, have no, one right I'm now. Joking, I'm joking. I just hey, want to know weapons, where our weapons are. I want you to know I have okay? stat blocks for everybody in this room. I will just want you to know I have spells for everybody in this room. Nice. I, actually, I like no, let me, this let me energy, see. and this episode doesn't have combat, but it I can. have spells for... 15 people this hey, I've got <laughs> I've got about 12 more hit points than I did before you guys that's so. right 12 Zachary that's like two hits from somebody <laughs> I like this level 9 confidence um <laughs> we're not playing chicken with you this is we're just joking yeah you know, no right? I, I know okay I'll play chicken I think that's what playing chicken is uh yeah. just, yeah, a, just two good boys having fun <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I hate that. You all stand there. Uh, two little guys having fun. Oh my goodness, little guys. Okay, we're about to die here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they all could kill been, us if they wanted to. You all have been relieved of your weapon. I mean, you're imposing force. Who knows? Um, uh, she's been relieved of, of your weapon. I'm just saying. And, uh, uh, I this poetry. Uh, <laughs> this guy goes and stands over at the edge and, uh, like, next to the throne area. And one of the drakes kind of, like, growls at him a little bit and he stands aside. And then he goes, um, you all are in the steamed presence of the brass hammer. Is, is steamed? Did you say that out loud? No. Okay. I was, okay. That I was saying that to Zach. What do you mean a hammer? I'm glad Zachary, that we... a hammer does not belong on a body. You all that are in the presence of the brass hammer? Ah, uh, the good Charlotte esteemed shall speak. Lest you all... And then the like big gray purple hand raises and the voice just goes... Thank you, Shaky Mo. That'll be enough. Alrighty. So y'all folk are the um, fun guys, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. correct. Yes. She sits back into the chair, rolls back her shoulders, kicks a boot out a little further. And she kicks a boot out, those super intimidating like, drakes. One of them, like the leg gets a little close to one of them, and one of them, it's huge, flat reptilian tail, goes... <laughs> on the floor and it lowers its head down to kind of like get scratches from her and um she just reaches over their boot and lifts it up and like like rubs her boot along the back of the creature's head and it like turns its giant reptilian neck over and its leg just kicks out and on the floor and she just scratches its neck for a second and then it lays back down she goes back to relax to i mean she's lounging stretched out on this throne is jupiter in the room jupiter yeah she's standing over to the side and she uh she sits there picking her teeth again and she goes, You all have quite a reputation preceding you. The Death Killers. That's a pretty phenomenal achievement there, folks. Well, um, thanks. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. She's a big tankard at the end of her throne. She takes a swig from. <laughs> well, be polite now, y'all. Don't just sit there and introduce yourselves. I'm Boz. I'm All Craig right. Dudley. I'm Greta. Uh, Rowan a green bottle. This is Talon. I'm Talondar. Yeah. Alright. Well, Mr. Dimnon has asked me to allow you all to your ship, which is uh, real strange. 
docked here in our sacred tunnels. First time that's ever happened. Yeah, thanks for that. But it was small enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, anytime, Granny. And, uh... I, <laughs> my cat just, like, jumped up. Right when, I, right when real-life Jackie said you're welcome, um, uh, Miguel, Lana's cat, jumped up, wrapped his arms around Maggie, around Jackie's hand, kind of, like, bopped her hand with his head and then ran away. It was in, He's adorable. in hunter mode. It was so, so cute. Um, it was so funny. And, uh, that was so funny. Yeah? I'm gonna talk to no, I'm Craig, good. go. Chillin'. <laughs> chillin'. Um, did you did you get to meet um the captain, the goober? Not personally. I hadn't intended for that. Why do you ask? Kind of a delightful person. I just wanted to know if you got the pleasure meeting him. <laughs> I like you all. You're weird. Oh, thank right. you. Takes them. She takes the useless monocle out. Wipes it on her vest a little bit, sticks it back in her eye. Uh, I wish I had mending. I know, right? I was thinking that too, Landon. <laughs> she goes, um, So, I've been ferrying your friend as a professional courtesy to my fellow faction leader. And, um, we can just leave it at that. I'll come mosey on through. That could be it. But I was wondering if. I don't know. Not often you get to meet somebody who killed a Kifkin general. I got questions, you know. <clears throat> so, if you all don't want to be rude, she stretches back on her throne and, like, cracks out. And she stretches her shoulders backward. There's a big <laughs> from her back. And she lounges even further. And she, I mean, she's slumping on the throne now. Her huge arms, like, sort of sprawled out over the edges of the arms. And she goes, Oh, entertain us with a story, if you would. Wouldn't you tell us about the time you killed the Kefkin general? Me and the boys love to hear it. And there's like a round of like, <laughs> yeah, you know, from around the room and clinking of glasses. I can handle. Can and I can? What do you want to do? Oh, I could, I could play the song. Do you have the song? Well, I mean, yeah. Let me tell. Let me tell the story of the night how it happened, and then you can play the song. Okay. No, no. What, what is, is that okay with you? Yeah, I was. Or I was just gonna make a player note that when I play, well, no, I won't say it yet. You can. No, no. Tell me. I was just gonna say when I play the song, I kind of change the lyrics when it comes to the part about Janice. I don't mention her. Okay, that is a good. So point I, to make. I play the 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 sequel Dolgoth song. But when it comes to the lyric about Janice, I just kind you of substitute it. Yeah, I substitute it. Gotcha. I was just making that as a player before I forgot. We had just left a meeting. And as we were laying for the night, we noticed a fire in the distance people that we cared about that it helped us in our travels and you know steward us kind of like you have here mm. and you know you don't think you don't think the wandering death is just much less wandered and you don't expect death to chase after you but it, he was there and at first we separated worried about the people there that had taken care of us we thought maybe this fire had caught 
in their homes, and so half of us ran ahead. And um, it had almost ended us, but um, hung on by the skin of our teeth. Oh, come on. Tall, thin, and wispy. Give me more details than that. Water would not put the fires out. All right. They continued to burn. And I reached out, and I touched it, and I cast a spell, dissipated the magic, and I realized that... What's that? that What's that? What? What's that? What's that thing you said? What? I, I reached out, and I... What's dispel? I, I, I thought the fire might be magical after water wouldn't put it out, and so... I cast a spell to destroy magic, basically. Okay. And it went out immediately. But he then he stepped out of the shadows with his lieutenants. So that he did. He, there's multiple with him. He, he, he is not one for mercy. Mm. He sent me to hell. What do you mean? He sent me to hell. There's like some looks back and forth in the room. And as a note, a reminder for the players, um, people in the Alderaan, devils, demons, not a concept. Um, the hells are not a concept. So there's some rooms back and some armory. She says, what do you mean by that? You sent me somewhere else, awful, evil, burning. But there was more than just one layer. It was like, it was like an unholy onion. I like that. Unholy onion. And I almost died, but I didn't. We survived, and then our party joined back up, and we were planning on meeting a friend there the next morning who was going to help show us how to get to our next destination, and he came in at just the right time. Oh, is he? Oh, is he? I, I, Set up your characters. Come on, fella. Hey, gotta be a little clandestine. Oh, don't tease, lady. It's okay. Come on. There's plenty it? of juice here. There's plenty of juice here. You can just say he's a magical being as well. And he... He gave us a second wind. And Dolgoth thought that he was foolish and he was excited and he was hungry. And, um... He made a series of bad choices, thinking that, thinking that it would be easy. But it wasn't. Y'all have fight in you. I like it. And Ro has a song. Oh, come on, Bard. The whole time, Ro was kind of playing the Dolgoth melody really mm. softly underneath. Um, and then she plays the... The, the reprise. Refrain. Yeah, the yeah. reprise. Right, you're probably right. I don't remember. It no, doesn't I think matter. it is reprise. You're okay. right. <laughs> and we've already played it before on the podcast. So. It's on the Patreon, I believe. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. It's on the Patreon. Go subscribe to the Patreon. Um, but uh, it's played again. And uh, every time you play through the chords, the mist, like the the your magic kind of flows away from it across the floor and it dances up through the mist. And there's just the faintest abstract representations of the things that occurred as you described them in the song that puff up around the, the mist. The denizens of this place are enthralled. They enjoy it. And uh, this good Charlotte character keeps leaning forward on her throne. She is into it. 
when you finish your performance. She smiles wide. There's claps from all around the room. Cheers. You know, she dies back down as they look to her. She goes, That was a good story. How'd you kill him? Make it vivid for me. Well, um... It was brutal. He lost his friends. Oh! How'd he die? Tell me. He was disintegrated. What's that mean? Um... He turned to powder. He turned to dust along with... Y'all turned him to dust. Along with his rogue and his wizard, they both perished with him. Amazing. And we told one of his followers to leave and they walked away. In the middle of a fight. Looked him in the eye and told him to run. I don't know if y'all are just telling me a wise tale, but I'm enjoying it plenty. I like you fun guys. I like y'all. Alright, okay. Alright. Yeah, you know, I show a lady to get down. That was good. I'll give it to you. Carol insight on what the intention of, was this just to know a good story or was this to Yeah, you can make an insight check. An insightful barbarian. That's not gonna be good. And maybe it will be. It's a sixteen. I'm always Zach. Seems like a pretty straightforward person, at least from basic uh, impressions. It's one of a good story. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Speak up, little lady. Come on. Uh, where you? Where did you get your name? I love the name Good Charlotte. How did that come oh, about? How did I get that name? Well, my technical name is Faction Leader Zealbrass. I'm head of the entire northern portion of the mm. brass company, but it's not a big deal or nothing. But, uh, and now, charge of our westward expansion. So, mm. I wanted to get to know y'all. You know, you're headed west. I work west. You know, interesting connections. But, they call me Good Charlotte because I'm good. Because I'm, I'm, uh, good at what I do. I kill good. I break good. I slit good. I bleed good. Nice. Yeah, I think so. Sounds good to me. That's wicked. Good to the people that are good to me. Yeah. Well, I've enjoyed meeting you strange little weirdos. What happened to your face? Yes, who? Yeah, tell me about that. Well... And there's fire. There's burns. Well, thanks, dwarf. <laughs> Elaborate. Dolgoth is kneeling in front of this man as he smashed his face with a hammer. The last thing that he could do was burn his hair See, off. See, magic man, that's what I was looking for. Those are the sort of details I wanted. He spit fire in your face? Yeah. Ooh, the last thing he did before I he like died. These fun but you know, it, it's interesting how wanting revenge burns a lot harder, hotter than that. And after seeing what he was trying to do, right over here, I couldn't take it. What? He killed our friend. Yeah. But we brought her back. She. I, I put my hand up and wave. I like wiggle my fingers. You died? Yes, well, that's ma'am. metal, sister. I like it. All right, well. Thank you. Y'all might have been telling me a whole load of lies, but I liked it, so... <clears throat> Y'all are good to go to your ship, but 
you can simply leave the brass hammer behind. It's quite an opportunity to talk to her. So, I know you're all buddy-buddy with them, then, and that's fine. He's fine, I guess, but I'm always looking for folks. So, if you're looking for organization entry, killing Dolgo is pretty impressive. I'm glad to have you on board. Or if you're just looking for independent work, I'm always offering is there anything that the brass hammer can do for you? I love how we all looked at the bottom. I think we I think all of us that, that, that moment would actually happen. Yeah. I say, do you need anything in Zedge or taken a Zedge or Yeah. I could use some stuff. Removed from Zedge. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I like you, boss. Why do you look like a tree? <laughs> I ask myself that question every day. I ask myself that question every day, too. All right. Be cryptic, then. Well, <laughs> yes, there is some, in fact. There are two somethings. First of all, there's a... Um, I am the Northern Faction Leader. There is no other. The Westward Expansion is mine. And while my role in Jazgi is not contested... Some would consider Zedge so far away that it's not an issue, but it is. It belongs to me. There is a boss out there. The way the brass company works is it goes faction leaders. That's the top of us. Bosses below us. And then whoever they want to organize below them. There's a boss out there who's getting a little big for his britches. Communication's been slim. Quite frankly... I think he's getting a little cozy with your brass hand, friend. And I think he's making a little too many confident moves. I think he'd like to be a far western faction leader himself. Maybe a puppet of Themnit. Yes? Uh, DM, just a quick clarification. If she's the North, what is Themnit considered? You know he's a faction leader, but you've never asked for what Oh, region. but he's never... Well, where is... Alabon considered in comparison. You would know that that's kind of like the southern tip of the brass company's um, okay. territory because then beyond then you run into La Palma Verde territory. Okay, gotcha. She, okay. Said, she says, uh, I think Themnin's looking to replace plenty of folk because Charles's not going anywhere. So I would love for y'all to go out there and <laughs> uh, murder a unpleasant fellow named uh, Garris. Well, don't back out on me now, pretty boy. You were so confident a moment ago. You know when you go get a dinner, you don't start with dessert. <laughs> and I'm not one for politics, but I, we can get places after we get going, but that's a pretty big ask Look, for a handshake. you asked. I, you're right, I did. I did. And um, I don't think that's something we're willing to step into right now, but... He speak for all of y'all? Do I? We're a group. We're a party. Yeah. Uh, well, Walt, uh, Walt is the the trade. What's your price, Bard? There's gold. Gold's fine. You can find gold anywhere. Anytime but I got some... connections. I got power. I got favors. What do y'all want? We don't like to make a mess where we eat. That's true. Well, fine. I'm sure you understand. Honey, you're not the first person to smooth talk me. Don't take my favor for clemency. Don't take my peace for passivity. I like to have good conversations. Sure, that's lovely. You're in my house, don't forget it. 
They call this place the interval for a reason. I strike right in the middle. She points to the spot where y'all are standing. Anywho. (laughs) My second offer is uh, reputation's an essential part of my job. And don't get me wrong, my accoutrement precedes me. She gestures the space around her and she goes, but I've heard that one of them holy hunters from far out west killed a uh, Gathric, horrible creature, and uh, took some of its armor plating to make armor for himself. I want a crown made out of Gathric bones. It was to kill one or steal his? Yeah, take both. So, what was his name? She turns over and Shaky Mo goes, uh-huh. Edmund Cal, I think. She goes, yeah, bring me either the helmet of Edmund Cal or go kill a Gathric, pull apart his face, and make me a crown. All right. Either one, and I'll give you gold or favor. Okay. Yeah. I am. We running. If that happens, then. Uh, Not a commitment man, are you, Boz? Anybody else in your group talk, or is Do, it just that? Can fella? you can you clarify, DM, when she says Gathric, is that the giant that's sea monster? Beast. Okay, yeah, okay, so, okay, sorry. I didn't know it as Hoosh Beast, and so does Ro. <laughs> um, okay. You speak for yourself, or he's the only one who does the talking? Uh, I mean... Uh, Good we're point. Kind of, we're what about, about you, Dwarf? Here. We could do that, yeah. He's... Oh, I like the confidence. About time somebody from your group stepped up. So is that a deal, little lady? What, Craig? Oh, I was talking to her. <clears throat> Eyes on me, when, ma'am. When would you need this body? I'm manable. I'm flexible. You tell me. Do you want the crown made before we give it to you, or are you going to yeah. make it into one? Well, What do you think? Probably made before. Probably, yeah. right? Yeah. Y'all are smart. I like it. It's going to be barred. Yeah, we can do it. Great. What's the time frame? Six uh, months? Yeah, I'd say six months. <laughs> it's a long time. Long coronation. Think you can do it any faster, short stack? Six at you, Greta. <laughs> I don't even know where we'd find a Gathric. That's the first problem. Glowing recommendation. Well, six months, that's a long time. <clears throat> okay, how about four months? Four months. I like it. Give me a date. Good luck, bro. <laughs> We're going to Zedge. When you can have it done by. I'm looking at it. <laughs> okay. Hold to my word, Bard. By, by the first of, the how do you say it? Theandrond. Ah, uh, Theandrond. By the first of Theandrond. Good. I like the initiative. What do y'all want in return? Like I said, I'm good, Charlotte. Good to my word. Good to my favors. Good to my friends. 
what y'all want for it. A bigger ship? A bigger ship? You bring me a skull made out of Gethrix, I'll get you a bigger ship. Skulls? Oh, you drive a hard bargain. I'll do it. How about... A bigger ship and a favor. A small property. favor. Not not, not a world ending favor. you have any favor. idea how much a ship is worth? You, it's either or, friend. I would... I mean, yeah. You started to talk. Short stack. Come on. Do you have... Do you have property in the city? Do you have like uh, a place to stay when we come here? property in the city. Sure. I mean... You want it above ground or below? I say below. I say below. I'm used to below. We really like caves. I love But we'll them. take a building. We will we'll take, take a building. A building, <laughs> a a building, building but not we like a cave. Underground. You're right. You're right, Vols. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one of these rooms in here we'll reserve for Happy. Hey, I like it. All right. You bring me a Gathric skull, but see you drone first, and I'll give you a room in these caves. Sounds, sounds like a plan. Why don't you come over here and shake on it? Do you need another knife, <laughs> row to cut your hand? Rose. No, wait. Here. Wait, I pull out. I, <laughs> I step forward. Is do you? Is this a blood pact? She's really good with the blood packs. If you're doing now. that. Okay. All right. I don't have a knife. Why they took my knives. Can I borrow oh, one no. of yours, ma'am? I've got you. Come on over. Greta, we okay, talked okay, okay. about I, I, this. I like sprint up. Don't share okay. blood with strangers. So you run up to the it's you run up to the throne. Share blood with strangers. <laughs> and she yeah. uh, she turns to her side and she goes, um she goes, um, can you whistle for me, Jackie? <laughs> and uh one of the Drakes lifts up its head. She goes uh, Oh yeah. She goes, Kill that. And it opens up its huge jaw oh, no. full of sharp teeth. She gestures her hand toward the mouth. That's extra unsanitary. Cut your hand on the mouth of the Drake, Greta. I, I cut my hand okay, on. So you reach out your hand, and the, the huge jaws with saliva dripping between them. Hand kind of shakes, but you put it in, and you like pressure and cut it. And it nice. And she smiles, and the Drake, its eyes are fixed on you like a predator, but it keeps its jaws open. And then, as you pull your hand out, it closes its jaws back together. A tongue darts out and licks the blood off the tooth, and then the jaws <laughs> back together. She gestures you over. She reaches over to one of her hands, um, takes one of the... She just she just puts her hand over near part of the brick at the edge of the throne, pushes it down, and just pushes her hand until it cuts. Oh open. my gosh. And then she reaches over. Her huge hand envelops yours, and she squeezes it until it almost feels like it's going to break, Greta. And she shakes your hand, lets it go, and she goes, I like your gumption, little one. Talk more. Don't let them have Absolutely. your mouth. Yeah. Um, speaking <laughs> of talking, do you have a map of the of the tunnels? You've been standing in my throne for a long time. Why don't you go back on the ice? Yeah, yeah. And as you're walking back, she says after you, um, no, no, that's uh, proprietary information. But if we get your spot, we'll tell you how to get to it. Okay, makes sense. Cool. Thank you, ma'am. As you go back, she goes. Well, all right. Feels like business concluded to me. Y'all got any other thoughts, feelings, concerns? Do you have anything you like that's hard to get from Zedg? But like, not like Gaffer you know. level, but like... <laughs> I do. I do. I'm like the head of that fellow I mentioned previously, but since y'all are disinclined to that interest... Bring me back whatever you think a lady'd like. All right. 
Everybody likes a surprise. A no, good surprise. Too. Except for you, dwarf man. I like your sword. I think that's one of the prettiest things I've ever seen. You a betting man? I like my sword, too. You a betting man? No, I don't gamble. Let me tell you. She reaches over and slaps the hammer next to her. He goes, that's one of the most valuable weapons in the world. Magical. Lights the darkness. Has powers. If you're down for a friendly tussle, I'd gladly fight you for your weapon. Is this a fair fight? As much as I... hmm. Tall fella, I love the way you talk. But you interrupt me when I'm talking to one more person, and I'll repaint this room with you. Guys, I think we're done. She lifts her head, and the whole room gets awkward. She puts her hands on the side of her throne. She stands up tall. She walks all the way across the room, and just she uh, like moves in between you all, and she gets inches away from your face. She stands over you. She leans in, and she goes, I'm honored to meet you. You must be the new brass hammer. You want that throne? No. No, you don't. You decide when we're done in here? I. Do you decide when we're done in here? Give me a yes or a no. No. Lovely. All my friends are magical, and I'm not magical. And this thing is sparkly. Hey, that's fine, friend. You can just say no; it's no problem. I'm gonna have to go. Now. I love fighting. Slaps you on the so shoulder. Cool. Oh, you're dense. Would be so fun. She walks. She saunters not back to the throne. Hand. Plops down. She looks up at you one more time, boss, and she goes, "I want to be clear. No hard feelings, fellow. Just business." <clears throat> but y'all have been more than accommodating. So, you, uh... Oh, there's there. Sorry. Well, I was going to hold toes, I was like, that's fine. In the way. I was going to hold toes with you, but that's fine. No. <laughs> um, and she just goes, um... Sorry, I don't mean to take the space. You can put your feet up if you No, want. I have a foot there. Okay. Um, and she... Oh, I forget you're tall and you can put your legs multiple places. Um, she goes, uh... Y'all have been more than courteous. I have a compatriot here, and she points across the room, and from the crowd, there's this Triton woman standing there. She nods, and she says, uh, she'll guide you through the tunnels, show you where your ship is. We'll take you out to an entrance. You're going to want to get out of this port real quick. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you'll be fine. Question? DM. Craig's mm. pretty used to tunnels and remembering where tunnels lead. Yes, Craig, yes. But with mining... Can I say that he's making a mental note of each turn in life? You can make a check if you want at some point. What kind of check would that be? Uh, you can make uh, memory that's definitely intelligence. You can make an intelligence check. It's going to be a high DC because these tunnels are specifically known for being like hard to map. So I'll let you, before you tell me your total, Okay. I'll let you add your proficiency bonus because I like your reasoning there. But I'm just letting you know ahead of time, it's going to be a high DC. I'm probably going to put it at like a 25. Yeah, I think a 12 is going to work. Go, Craig. Go, could, Craig. You're sitting Go there Craig. thinking about the tunnels in your head, and you're like, I have no idea. Could Ro remember it? Um, 
let's get to that in a little bit. Okay. Because maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But um. Kind of iffy because it's dark and everything. Yeah. Else. It's yeah. really a question of distinguishing detail yeah. more than anything because you have a perfect memory. Yeah. But anyway, um. So, she continues and she says, uh, so my compatriot will lead you all on out and uh, I'm free to go. I'm looking forward to our future business. And uh, viva la fun, guys. Viva la what? Continuing on. So, um, do the fun guys have any like final remarks or business in the the anvil or? No. Okay. That lady makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I got awkward <laughs> um, So she waves her hand and nods, and this um, this uh, uh, Triton. Yeah, Greg. Oh my gosh, she reminds me of that. She reminds me of that one lady from Mike, the you office. Have to point the off. You have she to point. reminds me of that one lady from the office that has those two giant great dates and is like <laughs> Kathy Bates. <laughs> oh my god! I freaking love Kathy Bates. <laughs> yeah, um. she reminds me of her. <laughs> That's funny. In every Go way. Um, thank you. She even has the southern accent. <laughs> so she uh, she points to that Triton woman. She points her finger to the door, and um, the Triton lady nods her head and starts walking. Jupiter pushes her shoulders off from one end of the room and starts walking with you all. And that shaky guy from beside the throne starts following too. And all three individuals start ushering you out, and your weapons are brought back to you. Um, and uh, you all are rearmed and permitted out of the room. The door is open. <laughs> Again, you walk back down the stairwell, and um, uh, Killer and Pipsqueak are back down there. And um, oh, as you guys walk back down, this. oh yeah, Killer does the, <laughs> and he just goes, "Wreck on, bro." Yeah. And uh, uh, as you guys are leaving, Pipsqueak goes, "Keep it real." And y'all um, leave out of that chamber. The doors close behind you, and then you are um, out in the hallway with. Uh, oh, and excuse me. As you all are headed out, uh, headed out, Killer picks up a bunch of barrels. And follows you guys out. And you guys begin walking down the hallways. And he's he even has like a huge net of them slung over his back. And the four of you, along with the fun guys, begin walking down a hallway. Uh, down more of the tunnels. And uh, nice. this Triton woman is leading you all now. Um, and as you guys are walking, um, Killer keeps reaching back into the bag of the huge net. And pulling out barrels and tossing them in the water. And they keep... And like floating away. And... I ask him what he's doing. I'm like, what are you doing, man? You know what? I had planned this and there was going to be a persuasion check, but given how positively your your interaction went previously, it doesn't make sense anymore. So he just goes, you guys are cool, I'll tell you. So, uh, it's actually pretty cool. And he like, he looks toward the Triton woman as if to say like, am I supposed to say this? And she just rolls her eyes and turns away and he goes, yeah, so basically, when they flood these tunnels, anything caught in it spills out into the harbor. He takes another barrel and <laughs> tosses it in, and he goes, Some of these barrels are empty. Some of them aren't. Our guys know how to count the rivets on the bands that go around the barrels. <laughs> tosses it in again, and he goes, The stuff that we want them to find is inside. The stuff that is empty? Nothing. The Kefkins know they're supposed to look for some of them, but they don't know which ones. Pulls in another barrel. <laughs> Tosses it in. That way, we can get stuff into the harbor and on ships. Nobody's ever the wiser. Doesn't work all the That's time, really but it's pretty cool. good. Clever. This may That's be awesome, a man. bad question. Hey, there's no we'll dumb see. questions, friend. Do you ha- um have you ever used it as, as a way to dispose of not living things? A body? Obviously, we dump bodies in here all the time. The waters flood some out in the harbor. We call them floaters. It's pretty common. <laughs> Toss Do you barrel. put them in the barrels? 
Why? <laughs> it's a waste of a good barrel. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. 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 Waste yeah. of a good barrel. Yeah. I mean, I guess they could be funny when a Kevkin opens one. <laughs> That would be pretty funny. Yeah. You should put like you get dead that rats genuine in chuckle out of Roe. <laughs> I mean, but you know, to be entirely honest, I'm fine killing people for money. <laughs> Toss a barrel in. But it feels a little disrespectful to the body that you <laughs> shove it in a barrel. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what if they were a good person? <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's, that's a good. That's a good uh, observation there. Yeah. There's just a um. Uh, the Triton woman from the front goes <clears throat> and looks up at the at the Minotaur and he goes, Oh yeah, I guess I'm done. Okay, y'all have a good one. Turn starts walking back. You too. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but you have a good one, bud. Walks back. Okay. Um, and as you guys are walking, shaky, shaky Mo is there, and he goes, um, okay, so basically you guys are going to get to your ship. Jarice <laughs> will uh, accompany you down the tunnel ways and out of the harbor. She'll dive off the ship. She can breathe, swim. She's fine. And then uh, you guys will sail out of the harbor fast as you can, like a bullet. Sounds good. No, yeah. Okay. Why Any further questions? What's a bullet? I don't kidding. know. <laughs> <laughs> Any further questions, fun guys? Nope. Good. No, sir, you're amazing. The coolest guy I've ever met. Keep it shaky. <laughs> that was hurtful. Jordana <laughs> starts walking back down the hallway. <laughs> I meant that as a compliment. Why do you sound like the Mickey Mouse who's stuck in the freezer? <laughs> oh. <laughs> stuck in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode of Dark Humor. Um, <laughs> you guys continue down the hallway, and now it's just Jupiter and this Triton woman. Um, so, but the Triton woman is walking a distance ahead of you all, and um, as she's moving with you guys, uh, Jupiter kind of gets up closer, and she's um, she gets uh, she kind of walks among the middle of you all enough that she could whisper and hear her by you all. The the Triton woman doesn't seem like she cares. She's giving you 15 or 20 feet breadth and walking near the edge of the darkness, so she doesn't seem to care. Um, but, uh, Does she Jupiter, have green hair? Yes. Um, her hair is completely slicked and pulled into a very tight braid on the back of her head. She's very pale, pallid, blue skin. You've noticed that all Wait. the Tritons you have met have different colors of green for eyes, and hers are actually a lot like your hair, just like a really bright, vibrant green. Yes, Abby? Nope, that was my question. I am all good to go. <laughs> Um, what does but, she smell like? <laughs> Craig, take that back! Take that back, Craig! Take that one back! Uh, no, I'm just. I need tired. you to unsay I'm that. So Micah is tired. Anyway, um, Jupiter gets near the middle of you all, and she says, "Um, I trust that our deal is still good to go." Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. Excellent. In that case, I had one final thing. And she reaches into a uh, a part of her armor, and she pulls out a letter, and she goes, "Um, the brass hand wanted me to pass this along to you all." Ooh. She hands up a folded piece of paper, which Boz takes, and she I nods and she nods and Boz she just says, "Um, one. she she nods and she just says, Sorry, um, Abe. I hope it's, I hope your company is successful, and I look forward to seeing more from you all in the future." She nods and disappears back down the tunnel. And as you all are there, out of earshot of the Triton woman, Boz, if you want, you can read the letter, the letter to your compatriots and the like. I would like to say to the listeners that I'm not there, so I can't see the paper. And usually seeing the papers is one of my biggest joys. Oh, sorry. This is the first time I think I've ever been here when you gave us a paper. Yeah, wow, there you go. That's so cool. I'm so excited to see it. Fun, guys. I trust that you all have reached at, at ask, ask well. 
I heard tell of an odd ship docked in the harbor, far too distant not to be an unfortunate wager. I reached out to an operative on the, con on the continent and organized your liaison with good Charlotte. I have appreciated your group's efficiency and candor, candor and have learned the value of strange associates. Please let me know if you have any need of further work. I'll always have a job in need of special skills. And do let me know if you need any favors. Ooh. As for your current predicament, you are in excellent hands. And as for Miss Zealbrus, do be courteous before the brass hammer and be wary of my peers. Much of the brass company can be less courteous than I have been. The brass hand. Oh. And the paper looks all old and parchmenty. It's very well done. Um, you guys are led down hallways, and eventually, there is a sight. Oh, the sight ahead of you all. In the pitch darkness, bobbing down, up, up and down in the waves, there is the small form of a poor bet. Just... Shippen Cooper lied to us. What? What? He said he contacted... That doesn't mean that that's not true. But that's oh, I thought that's what you were trying um, to say. My bad. No. <laughs> um, Thimnon was being coy with his words. Got it. But, um, yep, Craig? I have never been so happy to see such a weird boat. Okay. And the, uh, the poor Jackie, Abby's trying to tell you, or whoever is trying to tell you that she sent you a message with a picture of the paper. Um, so the ship is bobbing up and down and on the edge of the, wa next to the, edge of the walkway. And uh, sure enough, there is warm orange flames coming off of the sides of it. Well, from torches. It's not on fire. And um, you recognize <laughs> a, um, a large half-orc fellow just sitting there with his legs bobbing up and down at the edge and Bill Free sitting at the top. And um, there's like a torch next to him. And uh, as you all begin walking down the way, um, uh, he's he's just sorting, sitting there absent-mindedly. And um, is the... Sorry, is the lady still with us or did she leave? Yes, she is with you. Okay, all. great. Before and you've been she... told that she'll be with you to the edge to when you guys leave. Got it. Yes. Got it. Um, and... Uh, yeah, go ahead, Craig. I'm going to say, like, you know that scene in Phineas and Ferb where it's like Doofenshmirtz and Perry the Platypus running to each other from the beach, on the beach? I'm going to say that's, like, my in my mind what I'm doing with cloth. No. Bill Free. Bill Free? Bill Free sitting at the edge of the ship. And I'm going to be like, <gasps> Bill Free! And, like, jog up to him. <laughs> like, so as you weird flowing arms run, um, be aloof and distant Bill Free sitting there looking over the edge. He looks over. He gets kind of a smile on, your, on his face. He starts playing chariots of fire. <laughs> <laughs> he hops off the edge of the ship, and like as you get closer, he goes to do his arms as a hug, and then he suddenly like regains his focus, and he realizes that, oh, he's supposed to be like cooler than this. But then he's kind of genuinely glad to see you. So as you get up there, he just kind of turns it into a weird side hug and slaps your back a couple times, and he, but then he can't help it, and he gives you a full hug. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple Aww. thick like on the Aww. back, and Bill Free goes, "Oh, it's good to have you back. Fun guys." Uh, and before you can get done with the sentence, there's a boom, boom, from the top of the ship. The door flies up and a head like pops up and with pupils dilated and like bloodshot eyes, Spookooper goes, my phone guys! And he like flies up onto the deck and hops off the ship and he runs over and he gives like Ro this huge hug and picks I, up and spins you. And I run towards okay, and then Greta and like kind of jump. In. Can we okay. all like dog like, pile on Okay, Boz, do you join the dog pile? Uh, yes. Okay, so all of you are dogpiled on Spagoober, and Tella walks over and leans down and pats you all on the back. And Spagoober just goes, Battle back, my guys! Sorry, I, w I don't think I'd be part of the dogpile, but I'm there, like, Okay, you are nearby stuff. supporting yeah, it. I'm not, like, jumping um, on him. Jadis, the Triton woman, looks really confused, but she just gets up on the ship. Um, Ploff pops her head up, and she goes, um... She has her she head up, right? She doesn't have her head. She's not showing her head. She's, Ooh. like, uh... 
This is Jupiter. a different woman. Jupiter. Jupiter left. This is Aries. She's the. the oh, I thought Jupiter was with. Oh, Jupiter gave us this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to and say goodbye what? to her. I thought that's why I was asking if she was. We can go back and talk. What did you want to say to Jupiter? Sorry, I just, I just You're wanted to like, as I received this, I just, I just wanted to have a moment where I looked at her and said, basically, mm -hmm. like, um, your secret is is safe with us, and um, even more so than just us completing a task for you. This means something to us. I just want you to know. And um, in six months, it will be done. She nods understandingly. And this is like back far the way, but yeah, she's yeah, like handing yeah, yeah. this. So like the other yeah. lady's not Don't worry, the back in time, yeah. yeah. And she just goes, I believe you all. I just, I just nod respectfully, not as someone to a royal, but just as someone yeah, to yeah. the person who... She nods simply and... Uh, she's a woman of few words. And that's the nature of that interaction. But you get the feeling that she kind of believes you. Um, back to the boat reunion. There's energy. Plof is also happy to see you. Nom comes up on board and waves and smiles. Um, and uh, while you guys are talking to her and Jadis is on the boat, like looking at the end and like setting up light ways to see where she's going. Nom like looks to a couple of you all and points at Jadis and kind of mouths like, do you need me to kill her? And does her finger across no, the no, neck. No. Um, okay, I do like the hand on the neck, like, like the... the like, no, nah, you're good. No, yeah. no, 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 and no, she, no, she okay. just gives a thumbs up and she goes, ah, oh, we're good, okay. And she goes below deck. <laughs> and um, Spagoober, there's just like three um. minutes of excited squealing, yelling, and he's happy. And um, you all jump up and down on the ship. And, um, or Spagoober at least. <laughs> and soon enough, um, the poor bet uh, lifts its anchor and then you guys sail down this dark hallway of water, yes? Uh, I was just going to... Er, Go ahead. Don't okay. Just, yeah. As different temperatures of water meet each other in this waterway that can, combines a river with subterranean flows, um, there's like occasional patches of mist and things get foggy and you all can only see the edges from the light you're carrying. But you, what you all notice is as you guys continue down these paths, um, Jadis, this woman off the front, she, she keeps looking at the edges of the walls and based on what she sees on the edges of the walls, um, she gives commands to Shpagoober that he like rotates the helm and turns and you guys pivot lefts and rights and lefts and rights in different combinations and you go for quite some time. Um, if anyone likes, they could make a perception check to try and see what she is looking at as well. I, wanna, I will do that, please. I would really like to, if that's okay. Think. I got hey, an 18. Uh, that's a natural 20. Oh, yeah. I got a 24. Dang. Man, Is that perception? Like really yeah. work, you guys. That's a 25. I feel like I should have this, Micah. I just ate so many just carrots, Just a quick you know? reminder that you don't have to roll for a check you don't want to. Did you say carrot? Carrots are good for your eyes. Um... <laughs> Greta, what you and Boz both see is very crudely scratched into the wall is an alpha linear like series that goes down every other brick. They're these lined and dot series. And if you want, either of the two of you can make a history check for me really quickly. Can I just I assist it. in Greta's you history check? You absolutely can. So me and her are there so together. So I get advantage? Okay. So yeah. I'm just like pointing things as I'm seeing them to her well, as she's seeing things we're both seeing them together. I'm just gathering the information that and feeding it to the person who knows it. You said 20, you said, you said history? Mm hmm I said 26. I said 26, Yay. you said history. <laughs> oh my, my goodness, mother. that's, that's the code from Ido's message. Thimnon's scribe. It's the same code. 
this must be a code that the brass company uses like across their organization. It's the same code as is on the paper. This lady is using like the brass company has gone to the edges of all these tunnels and on every other brick in like crude scrawling, they have carved in messages in this code where you would only know to look on, look for them if you barely did that whatever the secret code is that the brass company members that some of the brass company members know. And she is using this to read which turns are correct turns and which turns are wrong turns to get out of different tunnels. Where were we supposed to deliver Ida's message to again? Um, you remember that she asked you to take it to somebody in Zhezgi. Zhezgi. To a guy named Daedric in the northern, in one of the northern port towns of Zhezgi. I am going... Who is this lady again? I don't remember how who she is. Ido was, was the small... No, no, no. The, um... Jaris. Jaris. Um, she is the navigator who's been assigned to help you out of the tunnels. Okay. So you recall that information as the poor bet is sailing out of these tunnels. Okay. What was the guy that we're taking her message to? Daedric. D-A-E-D-R-I-C-K. So the poor bet continues outward. Uh, is anything further done with that information? It's I, fine if it isn't. I, she's looking and say, how do you tell, how do you know what you're looking at? She looks up at you suddenly with cutting eyes. I'm sorry. Um, I'm boss, by the way. Um, oh, sorry, I don't mean to distract no, 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 you. It, what was your question? I would say it's just fascinating seeing you work. I was just wondering how you know where to go. Make a persuasion check for me, boss. Is she on the um, ship with us? Yeah, or in the she's water? standing on the front. Okay. It would be really she's hard for you. She's in the water. Was... She's swimming. She's swimming. Well, that was a good okay. Well, she is a triton. Uh, that was 11. So plus 9, I think. So <laughs> Still tw 20. 20, yeah. That's your persuasive guy, boss. Um, charmed by your Fey wiles and maybe empathizing with you all for the unnecessary um, display you had to suffer at the hands of Good Charlotte. She just uh, she nods and she goes, um, I, I've, I've learned our biopsy code. I know how to read these letters. Very cool. Um, well, nice to meet you. Yeah. And uh, thanks for your help. Sure. Why are you asking? Uh, there, there's, um, sorry, my mind just, it's, hey, if I don't have to press, time. that's fine. I can just help you get your ship out. No, it's okay. I, I, I pressed first, you know, so, <laughs> uh, we've just seen the symbols pop up before and it just kind of clicked. Oh, I understand now. This is a secret message. So, you gotcha. know, curiosity killed the boss. I eventually maybe, but, um, okay. It's a, you know, the cat curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. It's a sad expression. Hey, the cat's still hey, alive in the end, so wait it's okay. a minute. Wait a minute. What? Hold on. This is an Abby thing. Nobody has ever... I have never heard the end of that phrase. Yeah, I haven't either. So, my whole life... Most I've, of them don't wow. find satisfaction, so that's the key. Oh. Okay, just gotta learn well, to be satisfied. My um, world <laughs> just changed. Just anyway. nods and just goes, all right. I'll let you know, sorry. No, it's fine. And then... Sorry about the boss. She's uh, the worst. She goes back to looking in front of the ship and keeps sailing. Um, and eventually, after an hour or two underground, you all begin to see light at the end of the tunnel. And there's water pouring down. This little light of mine. And she <laughs> starts singing. She looks back confusingly and she goes, um, All right, this is where we part ways. Um, your captain told me that this thing can float. Oh, yeah. The boat. <laughs> uh, you guys are going to want to get below deck. Oh, God. And uh, she says, uh, the water will naturally lead you out. Okay. All right. And she uh, she uh, puts one hand over the other and just dives off the edge of the ship. 
Yeah. She, a tra- she was oh, a trait. Cool. Yeah. She was a trait. And Spooky goes, okay, so what they told me is that um, we're going like through the water. So, so we let's probably, go under. Yep, yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. And the, the hatch opens mm. up and everybody gets below. Unless she, you want to Lehman's tiny hut this thing, we can just go crazy. That sounds fun. No. No. No, because I don't okay. want the cats to see us. Zach is and, like, uh, yeah, let's go underneath. Uh, Zach is like, <laughs> just don't like, do that. gets it on the right course and looks at the hole. And you guys head toward this waterfall. Large ahead. And he goes, all right, we're going to trust it's going to work. And he runs under and then he closes it behind you and does a little tightens it. The boat moves, the boat moves. Then eventually you feel the boat shake. And then it tilts violently upward to the front. And everybody falls to the back of the ship. And then it oh, hey now. moves... <laughs> <laughs> hey Craig and it moves upward and then all of a sudden the whole boat like shakes violently after a couple seconds and you guys are thrown around the cabin and you guys imagine that you just must have burst up through a waterway because the poor pet is watertight and kind of acts like a non-propellable submarine I guess and it like is you bob up to the top of the water you're probably in the bay oh my goodness we're in the bay and speaker <laughs> rests up the ladder and undoes the door and gets up to the top of the ladder and like gets up at the helm and he goes um Okay. He holds the wheel and the ship just starts going at its small magical pace. And you guys are moving through the bay. Um, so the ship is is above water and uh, you guys must be in the bay. Um, we'll do anything? I stay down below. No, no. I um, I go back up to okay. just kind of it just kind of speak around. Okay, so you go back see. above deck? Yeah. yeah. I want I, 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 to Do I know around. who has the sending stone? Hmm? Do I know who has the sending stone? <laughs> you can if you want to. <laughs> I... I try to take it. I don't, Craig I, is licking it at the moment. <laughs> I I want to see if I can swipe it from him. Is it in your mouth, Craig? Okay. It's. Buzz. Are you sucking on it right now, Craig? Are you sucking on the sending stone? You look for the sending stone, and there's just like a oh my a gosh, lump in what Craig's if he's just like thinking about something while he's sucking on it, and he accidentally grabs someone, someone, and all they hear is. <laughs> Craig, spit it out. Craig, spit it out right now. Craig, spit out the sending stone. Oh my gosh, that's Tello's. That's Tello's sending stone. Tello's also. That Tello's like his head on the ladder, and he goes, "He's not my sending stone anymore." And he goes back a little Spit it out, Craig, right here. Spit it right here. Spit it. Guys, you know how you can butt dial someone? <laughs> it's like that. Okay. Imagine accidentally I'm calling. I'm just gonna him intervene wife. for Craig. Yeah. It's out. Uh, it's Ro, gross. Can but you, you have it? Okay. All right, I'll be back, and I go upstairs. Okay, um, as you as I you follow. step out, the, okay, Greta, you and Boz are up there. Oh, blinding light—it's a big difference. Um, wrapping up quickly. There's an open bay. What's wrong with our neck? You and uh, you and Greta also go above deck, and uh, you're up there in the bay. Um, I'm like uh, not walking away from Greta. Like I'm like hanging out with her as we're standing on absolutely. deck. Absolutely. Um, and uh, uh, Spooker is just whistling to himself, helming as quickly as he can. And the bay is uh, interesting and vibrant, but we won't get too into the details. It is. Oh, okay. Uh, Abby's sad. No, I the get channels it. I get all, it. I get it. The channels I get it. all spill out into the bay from the um, from the sections of the city. But interestingly, as you all get out into the bay, the level of the of the connections from the street is above the ocean water of the of the large bay. So every ship that comes out, the um, the uh, uh, the like streams from the rivers from the like the the man-made rivers in the city flow down in like brief like sort of sluices downward and the water flows from the city out oh my goodness that's it you guys get it now you just completed the puzzle so the water gets moved from the retaining wall 
through the uh, through the underwater sluice chambers. Then, when they want to relieve the, t- the pressure, they move it back up into the artificial rivers of the uh, uh, of the city. That moves from there into the bay that's within the retaining wall, and then gets released back out in the ocean. It's one big cycle. So the pressure is always mm-hmm. being kept even, and that's what's always pushing the rivers to flow in the city. Are they there... have, they are making like powered water roads just out of nothing but water pressure that moves up and down through one continued circuit. Are there like other ships oh. around us and like oh yeah you and guys stuff? you guys spill out into a bay filled with maybe a couple hundred ships because like rope ma- peaked their head up the majority like of them are merchant ships calves. um but there are about you can see within range somewhere like ten different Kefkin ships but all at different distances all pretty far away they're large war vessels um but as you as we've described them before they're just moving back and forth in the bay and um. You guys are up there. I was about to criticize the physics in a magical world, and I stopped myself. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm still going to do it because we love realism in here. Perpetual motion is impossible, so magic has to be helping. Um, well, no, it, it, they're sluices. I, I, I know we both know what that word is, but just for, <laughs> so just basically, for Jackie's sake. The engineers of the city can control when they, like, they build up the pressure by like retaining water and then they release it and then that moves they're basically it's it's a so the water is not zero to zero they're adding oh, more no, no. water and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Water yeah. Yeah. Pressure. got it makes sense and the river flowing into the city Lennon, is helping they power got a whole everything. ocean right there that is true they do got a whole ocean, got a whole yeah. ocean. I, but also i'm sure there's some magic too i uh i look at greta as we're heading out and i was like you think it'd be dumb to call them in and let him know that that lady's got it out for him and his boss friend i mean then I kind of lower my voice, even though we're alone on a boat and there's no other boats around. Um, I mean, it kind of sounded like she was asking us to pick between her and Themnon, and I much prefer Themnon. That okay, lady. Cool. You know, really it's cool, it's boring talking to the gears. same person over and over again everywhere we go. Every single what? You, what? Anybody with power is just the same. Oh. You know, it feels like. Dimon was chill though. That yeah, lady had a you hurt well, power trip. was chill. <laughs> well, Thimnon is Thimnon was is is a I don't know in much about him, so hard to say he's a great person. Him. But you're right, like he was special. But it, it feels so like under the boat. every person with power is so it's just yeah too caught no, up I in their it. power to do anything beneficial, even for just themselves. But I didn't like that lady at all. I much prefer Thimnon. I if I had to choose, I would choose Thimnon in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Because that yeah. that lady, she was cool. She had a lot of style, but there's just when you boil boring. someone down, and they end up being the same, it's just it just becomes so monotonous. Yeah. I think that I say we, one day she's either gonna have to change or be consumed. Yeah. But anyways, no, but that's poetic. I could call Thimnon and uh, just let okay. him know that she's. So you you pick up the mostly unspitted stone. Um, I pressed it. She digitated. I spit on it when I got up. Actually, wait, so wait, it's awesome. Spit on it. It helps with the reception. Is it's Craig a conductor. Craig is downstairs. You're asleep in your bunk. I thought. Are you back up now? No, I just. That's You're concerned weird. about the moves. I mean, if you want to do something as a character, you can. But I'm not there, so I don't But if you need to, you're going to talk in your mic to do it. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was. Um, you can be You can be there if you want to. Be. Can I be there? Yeah, sure, be okay. there. You have permission, you have um, agency. Craig is there. I'm there. Guys, I really don't think oh. it's a smart idea to get on her bad side. 
when we have a deal with yeah, her. Yeah, but right she now. sucks. Okay, she I'm... sucks. But we, we cannot just need to let, let her know. know. Okay, no. Can because I... if Finnan knows, she might find out. And if she finds out, she realizes that we went behind her back when we have business with her. We need to do. Ro has business with her. Oh, wait, yeah, hold on. Finnan is clever. Hold on. That's true. I'm Ro wondering why everyone's gone. So I go up. I know this is metagaming, but I, I just, don't care. just just do the thing. Um, hey guys. Ro walks up on the conversation. She has twenty perception, so she understands what's going on. Um, okay. I I I I agree with you, Balls, that we should tell Thimnon. I mean, I don't I know we agreed to that. And I know I mean, technically, you say I have business. Greta's the one that did the blood oath. So it was for true. the fun I guys. About that. But the, the blood oath was for the hoosh beast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, I I mean, like, I know I made the deal, but I much prefer Thimnan, and if she's gone, then the deal's off, so. Hey, there you go. Also, to Craig's point about being worried about her finding out that we went behind her back, Thimnan's a discreet guy. If we tell yeah. him, hey, don't tell her that you found out from us. Yeah, like, he's not going to go tattle on us. Yeah, he's he's and we're doing him a favor by telling him. I have a I don't think he'd be like, Oh, I heard from the fun guys. Also, I think he'd be discreet. I'm gonna see if there's an easy way we can get this hoosh beast thing. Well, that's um, what I was thinking. I think I thought I, I have would, an idea. Well, I thought I would just send to Ethman Kai and, and ask him if there was any more of the oh, I wasn't even gonna do that. I, well, I think that's a good idea though. I do, I'm, okay, Craig. I just it, I have a couple calls I want to make. Is it risky though? Like. You made a blood oath. You, like, she's threatening us if we don't do this. If we tell Thimnan... I think she's a lot of talk. The whole Captain Empire is out to get us. I don't really think it matters. I will say, Boz, just so you know, so there's no, like, hard feelings or anything. I was just, I mean, I can tell she's a bunch of fluff. And I just felt like... I mean, we weren't going to agree to the murder, but, I mean, to agree to get her, like, an item like that, I mean, I didn't think it was that I mean, you know more about, I don't know anything about Hoosh Beast, so, I mean, I I guess, I mean, if they're easy to kill, then... Well, I don't, I wouldn't say they're easy to kill, I mean, I it was, was a whole... Classic. It's the same name, different, like, it's, oh, it's the same thing, it's just, like, a slang, but I, I mean, I was just, like... I also don't I know how worried... to make a crown... I was also worried, though, if we didn't agree to something, she was not gonna let our ship go out of there as nicely as she did. That's a good point. I just, oh, I just think I that. I mean, I think Themnin is still the most. Like, I think he's more powerful than her. He has more connections and everything else. Is my guess. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I just. Yeah, she was trying to. She was. Hey, she was trying to to break yeah. us apart. She yeah. was trying to separate us into our different her, desires, no, which is I, which is I how. Agree. And when, when people do that, we end up getting less than we could if we were all on the same page. And it's kind of mm. hard when you're in an environment like that, when obviously, like, anything you say that doesn't serve her interest is is not in your favor. And so it's not really a negotiation, but it's more of like a hostage situation. Well, but that's like, why I gave in to what she wanted. I, I know, but but we got split up, you know? Like, we weren't really on the same page. And so... I don't think we did anything wrong. It's it's just a tough situation, you know? Well, I just feel like it was like the lesser of two evils. I think we could have gotten a better evil. 
Tell out of the two of those, I, what are those? Which yeah, one I mean, is more powerful? I I think I don't. I think we call Thimden. I just give him a heads up. I think Buzz is right. It's yeah. Call, I, don't think I pick up the stone and I think about Thimden. Okay. You feel a connection? Say, hey, um, this is Boz of the Fungi's or the Toadstools. It's our alter ego right now. Um, uh, you don't have to respond. I just wanted to give you a professional heads up that the the brass mallet over here is... Um, hammer balls. Hammer. Oh, sorry. The brass something or other. Hammer. Hammer. Uh, she is... Hammer, I guess. Something. Uh, she does not like you or I guess there's a boss in Zedge that she feels is taking things that belong to her and she thinks that you two are associated and she even propagated us to go and try and kill him um, which we obviously declined but it seemed like something that you should tell a friend about so here I am hello boss good afternoon it's good to hear from you all again I was wondering how my fun guys were doing we're surviving as much as you can do Thank you for your discretion. It's good information. More importantly, you've told me how loyal you all are. I'm glad to hear it. For what it's worth, I knew this about Zildrus. She's lecherous. But don't worry. I have that handled. But more importantly, I know I can trust. We had to agree to an engagement with her to get out with our boat. That's fine. (laughs) We had to tell her that we were going to bring her the skull of a hoosh beast, and I don't really know how that's going to happen. But if you find any leads or any hoosh beast skulls or plating lying around, please let me know. Or if he kills it beforehand, boss. Or if he kills it beforehand. I'm good with that. (laughs) That's fine, boss. Good Charlotte is difficult. You do what you have to do with her. Between you and I, it'll probably be fine either way. Okay. I appreciate it. Hey, man. I just, you don't have to, you don't have to answer this, but... Please, pause. I think we're on more pleasant terms than that by now. Were you ever, did you find out anything more about what was going on in your neighbors under the sea? Just my own curiosity. An interesting question. I have had them surveilled in a way. Sorry, Mike, I just hit her head on the couch. That was really funny. Um, I've had them surveilled in a way. They are still a little beyond my understanding, but they're moving deeper, further away. I don't know that we're in danger of any sort of an incursion anytime soon. It's encouraging. I don't know of their greater machinations. I'll leave that to Janice and her warriors of the well. But thank you for the information, Boz. I continue to be impressed with your group. It's good to know you. Yeah. Have a wonderful day, Bob. Yeah. You too. And you feel the connection, yeah. Sever? All right, guys. Um, he wasn't surprised. Yeah. And uh sounded like you can keep a secret. The poor bed is weaving in between ships as you all say this. And, and uh, Shpiku was doing a clever job of like staying near larger sailing vessels as you all move toward the large inlet. Uh, I give him inspiration. Gate. Okay, excellent. I don't know what'll help, but uh, yeah, I, sure. You know, Wait, um, and he's you just staying guidance? close to other ships. Oh my gosh, 
I'm glad you knew what I meant because I used the wrong word. I give him advantage. I, I knew what you meant. And um, <laughs> I give him a success. Uh, I give him but he's, enlightenment. He's it's okay, moving. we're all bards, remember? <laughs> <laughs> he's moving toward the exit slowly as you all are talking. Um, yeah, I told him about the hoosh beast thing. I mean, it, make, it makes sense. Um, and where we go, we go together, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, Bob, no, if it's I okay. stepped on any toes. I, just, I think she just got under my skin. You I, know? Yeah. In your defense, boss, uh, she was. She terrible. was. Oh yeah, she's she terribly yucky. I'm also, glad I was like, am I the only one that doesn't like her? But I'm glad. No, I didn't like her. Yeah. I knew she likes to put on a performance though, and I thought we should. But boss, man, you're a good storyteller. Maybe you yeah, are. Bard. Good, Maybe you are bard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Um, I'm just glad that we're out of it. Yeah. Out of there safely with all of our stuff. Bilfrey and Ploff are both up deck as well, uh, uh, just doing ship things um, because they've kind of been stuck underground for a while. They're enjoying the open air. I almost run I'm over and give them a hug, <laughs> but I, I want to do one more thing. Yeah. I, I pick up the stone and I call Big John and Unsen. Okay, cool. You feel a connection in your head? I say, hey, uh, I'm a stranger you met with the heart that was on the street that you tried to buy really badly one day. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's you. Hey, hey man, listen. <laughs> I uh, hope you're doing great. Uh, I I am looking for something. I'm looking for something. I'm looking for a yeah. hoosh beast skull. Um, but if you have, if you come across you one, want, a hoosh beast skull. Do you know what that's called? I don't know what a hoosh beast is. Bro, what's a hoosh? What's another word for hoosh beast? Gathric. 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 You looking for a gathric skull? I listen. The person mm-hmm. who's Friend, buying. Do you have any idea how deadly those things are? The person who's buying, I don't think they're that sharp, if you know what I mean. It can be a baby mm. Gathric. It can be it can <laughs> be an elderly Gathric that's in hospice care. It can be Buddy, a baby Gathric's the size of a ship. Uh But if you're looking for Gathrics, the Nautic's the place to find hey, them. I mm. the what? The Nautic. The Nautic? Northern Ocean. Okay, okay. Northern Ocean. I hear Gathric hunting. I appreciate you even taking the time to tell me this information. I don't know. I don't, I'm going to be honest with you, strange person in my head. I don't really remember who you are, but you don't you're talking to- business. <laughs> and so, assuming that I haven't just inhaled too much of our cleaning fluids here, um, and you're indeed real, if you get Gathering parts, bring them down to me and I'll, I'll pay handsome. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, this person who's buying is willing to pay coin. So, if you come across anything, I think there will be more than enough okay. for both of us. I will just uh, finally to contact you again. I'll just stand here in the embalming room. And, if you, uh, oh, who do we know in Unsen? Who do we know in Unsen? Who do we know in Unsen? You can just call him back on the sending stone at some point. I'll call. I'll, t- I'll touch you base at some bank. point. The bank tried to you kill us. To the... Okay, and then I close the connection. The okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's the the Gotcha. <laughs> that's the last thing you heard. Is the bank tried to kill us? He's okay. Like, <laughs> um. Uh, otherwise. You Shout are, out to Big John for being alive after Golgoth attack. <laughs> True. Right? True, confirmed. He's not dead. Um, All right, I'm going to run over to Bill Free and Plough. Okay. And if they're sitting next to each other, I just give them a huge hug, both they, of them. They embrace you in a hug return. And I say, guys, I missed you so much. Bill Free. So much. Bill Free turns a slightly different shade of green, looks the, bit, the smallest bit embarrassed, and goes, to be honest, John, or <laughs> to be honest, Bob, I almost do too and he gives you a, a side hug and Ploff goes I guess you're not bad and she ruffles your hair a little bit it's hard to find friends and they're so, getting more valuable 
but for just yeah, oh, you. guys, um, just a little uh, notion of comfort. Um, we uh, we can't be detected as long as we're all together. Um, I don't know what that means, but I'm glad for it. Well, I mean, no, <laughs> no, no magical beings can like spy on us, basically. They were doing that before. Uh, no, not at all. They kind of look <laughs> theoretically. They could be, but now they cannot. Yeah, now they can't. Okay. Cool. So, good um, job, magic person. Do you, Do you know where Nam is? No, she's below deck. All right. Um, I, I'm gonna go. Boss has below. I'm gonna go hang out with Nam. I toss the stone to Row. Okay. <laughs> and um, so Boss, you head below deck. Um, and the ship sails on. Uh, Boss is down there for a bit. Um, do you stay above deck, bro? Can I do one tiny little sure. thing? Is we, that we okay? Like, yeah. Um, I go up to Spiguber. Yeah, I go up to Spiguber. He's helming, and the wind is ruffling his little blonde. And I say, "Hi, Spiguber." Um, wow. I I wanted to give you this. Um, when the whole thing happened with uh, with Dogoth, um, I took this off of his dead uh, rogue. Oh wow, that's that's crazy. Um, <laughs> but um, you you're a fun guy, and uh, wow. you've you've helped me with a lot of my navigational skills. So. Um, I wanted to give you this, and it's the um, oh the compass. It's the Kefkin it compass. Hand, he goes, oh, he gives a little side hug. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're welcome. And I was glad to be your captain. Yeah. Kind of looks over your shoulder, and um, there is uh, so you guys are making really close to kind of the exit. There's a large Kefkin vessel kind of near your alls. And he goes, Why would you say that that ship's going where we're going? No idea. And the, the poor bed is headed toward the exit sluice. And there's this very large Kefkin warship, iron-plated on the sides, as we've described them before. And it's kind of heading in a similar path. Because it kind of looks like they're going to cut south. What, uh, do you have a... Um... Okay. Wait, what do you mean by the exit, Ian? Um, there's that screw like system to Oh, loop. okay, yeah, so yeah. we're still, like, kind of going yeah, through it. Okay, it's kind of like a queue and ships have been filtering through, much okay. like how you came into the city. But the poor bit is moving toward, and he goes... Do you have a way to make us look I don't know make us look what uh, more inconspicuous or yeah something like that he just puts his head forward and continues to look at the waters as he guides the port bat which is slowly moving forward and uh, Boz is below deck Craig is below deck asleep um, and uh, you and, and Greta are above deck Craig is above deck yeah Yes, but also Micah's literally unconscious, yeah. so Craig is below deck asleep. <clears throat> asleep, out in a bunch, okay. just unconscious. Um, Feel free to plop her above DM, deck. question, because uh, I'm a little bit confused. Um, when he says that, does he mean, like, just change the way, like, me and him You look? don't know, because he's quit talking, and he's oh. looking forward, trying not to make eye contact with too many things, because the Kefkin vessel is getting really close, and it's sidling up next to you all. It looks like it's kind of tailing you all slightly from a distance. Um, I disguise myself. Okay. Really quickly, you look different. Um, like a commoner again. 
and uh, I, him and I are the only ones on deck. You said uh, uh, you, him, Greta, Bilfrey, and Plot. You know that you and Greta are the only two from the posters. Yep. Greta. I'm going to scuttle below, below yeah. deck, but I'm going to keep my head up. Okay. Like. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or I, 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 before I turn and go, I, I say to Ro, I say, Ro, I'm going to be right by the ladder. Let me know if you need anything. Greta, do you want, do you want to be something else? Yeah, actually. Um, Rose does a little strum real quick and... Greta turns into a spider that sits on that can and she grabs her (laughs) tiny spider oh sick I'm a spider yeah and I put you on my shoulder okay there's a little spider on your shoulder and you guys just kind of sit there calling on the deck waiting and the ship moves closer toward you and the poor bet sails forward and you get closer in the queue the huge the the first set of salute skates (laughs) to the sides and the ship moves down into the level forward and spills in the poor bet as the water sloshes and equilibrates in the first stone chamber the gates close behind. And that Kefkin ship can't enter the sluice now. It's just moving up next to the side of it. And um, there's a number of figures walking along the edge of the side railing of the next ship. And uh, you and Red are standing forward. Spagoober's doing his best to relax, and he looks calm, but his hands are shaking on the wheel. Billfrey and Ploff are uh, moving, arranging barrels. They're acting like they're doing their work. And uh, can I get a perception check, Ro? Yeah. That is a nat 20. What's the total? And uh, that's going to be a 30. That's a new record. <laughs> that's a new record. Wow. <laughs> okay. So as this large vessel looms next to you all, (laughs) walking on the edge is a drow man, gray, palish skin, square jaw. He's standing on the edge and he's just looking over the poor bet back and forth, scanning it with his eyes. He looks over it. People don't like the poster he's looking for. Oh, shoot. You remember somebody giving you a tip about Viscuit being assigned to hunt insurgents and rebels. You bet someone heard about your breakout in Shkonakov. And they know that you move by ship. So he's probably assigned here because this port is the only ship exit from Biasta westward. If people are trying to save hundreds of miles. And but he's and you realize his ship is just doing loops, watching the sluice for every ship that leaves, tailing them inconspicuously cold eyes look over the ship it's got his continued attention his eyes look to Bilfrey and Ploff Spagoober has his hands on the wheel he looks up gives a smile and his little wave just gets standing a couple maybe like 80 feet away and you guys so the sluice your sluice wall is above the seawater of the bay but his ship rises up higher so he's higher up further away and from a distance his small head just nods to me? Uh, to Spagoober, to oh, the okay. captain. Spagoober puts his hand back on the wheel and looks forward. He looks around. You're, you're a small figure in the distance, Tim. But he looks at you. He notices that you've been staring. He stares back. I just nod. Bro, could you make a 
deception check for me in the distance. Oh, that's not a bad roll. For once. That's a 15. Let's see what my total is. Oh, that's interesting. Just get Cox ahead. I don't have inspiration. And looks at the vessel. Looks back at Ro. He turns and says something far too far away to hear. And another soldier walks up. A very large dragonborn woman. Uh, blue with a large horn protruding from her head. Even at this distance, you can see the massive axe on her back. You recognize this as his as his uh, major in the city. He walks back and forth. Says something to her. Gestures a hand toward the ship. She puts a hand on her large lower mandible and strokes a couple spikes. He just nods. She nods and she walks away. Somewhere at the back of the ship, a soldier off the back lifts a series of flags up and down. And the gates in front of you at the next section of the sluice open up in water. And you're moved to the next level. And there are guards at each level, each parapet of the sluice. And the guards who are up there, um, uh, they see the flags. And there's like some flags raised over there. And the next level opens up. And the sluice proceeds forward. And from all along the edge of the walls, guards are clearing. And their numbers are halving. And Kefkin ships nearby the sluice break away and move back to the port. And the poor bet moves into the next section as the water filters in and rises and slowly but surely you guys are moving above the bay moving and as the poor bay gets higher in the next sluice you can move over to the edge and you can see down onto the ship filled with Kefkin soldiers and Viscuit just keeps staring at the vessel he just continues to make eye contact with you Ro can I say that I'm I'm like not trying to make eye contact like I'm kind of just looking around sure. trying to act chill okay. and like every now time, and then I see him the whole and time just you like... glance out of your peripheries he just continues to stare one arm crossed over the other behind his back and one of the times that you look, it's really far away, but you could swear you see him smile a little. And he does a little... Do you... When he smiles, what do you do? From a distance, you swear you could make it out with your keen eyes. I just... I do like a... I do like the, the white guy smile, but I'm a Oh, the, the like pursed lips. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like... <laughs> from so far away, you don't even think you could see it, but then yeah. a hand, armored hand, raises up. Does a little wave. And then he crosses them again behind his back. Ro just keeps staring. Waves back, like tries to be like as pleasantly as the she can. The next level of the sluice opens, then water to the next level, and then. So, are we getting closer to him right now? No, you guys are leaving further and further away, and his ship is doing nothing, oh, staying at a distance. And then eventually, hey. the poor bet spills into the next layer, and you guys are almost at sea level, almost out of the final part of the gate. And the doors, the walls open up a final time, and the poor bet. Out into the ocean. And the walls behind you. There are Kefkin archers and uh, even some large bolt throwers at the edge of the walls. None of them are aimed at you. And uh, a final Kefkin soldier at the edge waves a flag to you all and then turns back and the sluice water falls back or uh, pours back in through its grates, refills. And Viscuit is nowhere to be seen beyond the wall. And then you guys are out in the ocean, moving away from the city. Pagoober lets out a labored breath looks to you guys what's that about um that that 
was. Do you unspider Greta, by the way? Uh, is Visket like out of like? Oh, they cannot he's see other us. side of the wall. You guys the, are sailing away. You're leaving none of the, the guards can see us. I, mean, I there's no captains. No. I grab open waterways. Some I ships out in the in the bay. I on. grab Greta as a spider and I set her down and I strum. Yeah. Oh, um, that that was that was that was Visket, guys. Yeah. Um. That's weird. Can I? Can I? Or, yeah. Is is the necklace, no. is the necklace no. glowing? No, and you're aware that it has a range of like, ten or like out of thirty feet or something. Okay, okay. But actually, do you pull the necklace out? It, I do. It's glowing super bright, really bright. Okay, I'm gonna cast detect magic. Okay. I'm Hold kind of fiddling symbol. with your the eyes necklace. Light up. It's the and, hag and, tongue and well, smoke pours out of your mouth. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of fiddling with the necklace, and then it like, just spinning it in loops in mm. my fingers, and then my fingers, just, I don't know, and then the magic happens, and then. Okay. Uh. You don't see anything on the ship. Not on the deck. Nothing. On, nothing on the ship. Mm-hmm. I. I run below deck and take a. Okay, peek. you bump, 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 bump. Craig is moving back and forth in his bunk, swaying. Nam is awaiting hers too. Both are unconscious. The Crook of the Mad Prince is sitting in the middle of the deck. And you know how it does that thing where the the roots yeah. dig into the bottom of the deck? Every square inch of the lower deck, from the front of the ship to the back, is covered in millimeter apart, millimeter apart roots from the Crook of the Mad Prince mm. that is spread over every inch of the lower deck and even up into the roof, into the ceiling of the lower okay. hold. And the um, the branches of the of the staff are splayed apart and the gem in the center is lightly rotating, floating, suspended in the air. And one side of it is cracked and fractured all along a side and then is slowly pieced together until it's reformed and Boz is nowhere to be seen. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, is that okay? That's and terrifying. your necklace is glowing very brightly. Um, so detect magic is is that? Um, as you look over the staff, really heavy conjuration light coming okay. off of the crystal, but it's kind of blinding, and you have to like dispel the yeah. spell to not. Is there is there anything else? Everything else looks normal. Okay. DM, can I f- try and figure out what's making the necklace glow? Is it like spagoobers or Definitely something? Definitely the staff. But I've been around the staff. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Okay. That's weird. Okay, cool. Boz is just... In fact, some of Boz's things are there, but he's gone. Do I know, like, kind of what... Can I deduce what happened here? Super, like, 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 big time not. <laughs> okay, well... Can I deduce what happened here? <laughs> Got it. But, okay, I'm done. Do you want to, I mean, like, I don't know. You could make like a... Well, okay, what do I'm you thinking say anything? is that this has like, happened before. Like, do you call before. him out? Like, do you call no, I mean, name? this has happened before. Boss has like, disappeared when Boss before. first got the staff, he disappeared. Sure. Um, I'm going to go up and tell Ro. Okay. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa. Oh. 
As the poor bet sails away into the harbor, moving into an infinite blue horizon with the land growing smaller behind you. There are other sailing ships that are leaving the bay as well, but they're sailing off in different directions. No Kefkin ship is following you all. You move further and further out into the waters. That's creepy, man. I, I go I go back up to Ro and I, I tell her, hey, hey Ro, um, Boz is, Boz is totally missing and the staff is, is waking out. Um, what? <laughs> what do you mean Boz is missing? I said Boz is totally what? missing and the staff is waking out. What? We're on a ship, Greta. What do you mean Boz is missing? <laughs> yeah, I know, he's gone. <laughs> the staff? He's waking out. You didn't, you looked under the bunk? Like he's not, is he like, yeah. do you know if he's a spider he's, or something right now? I mean, okay. actually I didn't check. Um, uh, my question is, what uh, was the, what? What in the heck was up with Viscuit? Do you, well, I don't, do you think? Got a boss is missing. What? I I don't know. No, I'm I, wondering if the two are connected. I'm wondering uh, if, if uh, there's an issue with Boz because of Viscuit. I hold on. I have I have the stone. So she grabs the stone. Uh, setting stone. Yeah, and she thinks of Boz. Okay. Could you roll a D100 for me? Yeah. Oh, jeepers. mean when it's a zero no i mean not a it, like double one zeros of the is double uh, one zeros. zero uh that's 10 okay so it's uh 40 okay um you read you hold the stone and you think it's like synaptic static you feel no connection Gre- greta um balls yes. there's there's no connection it's like oh okay we're so, so connected to balls real. that, uh, uh, yeah, that it, it shouldn't, there should be a connection no matter what, where he's at. Yeah, I know. Hey, Ro. Uh, yeah. Um, when we were in Unsen, when Boz first got his staff, he like zoinked, he like zooped out of here and he went far away and we have no idea. We, we looked for him. We ran all over. We couldn't find him. Um, How long was he gone? A couple hours. Maybe a day. Uh, do you think was he okay? Is is it something? Yeah. To, uh, no, he was okay. He went to talk to the. I think it was Yelik Chenoth. Um, it, he had a crazy. I don't know, man. Well, I mean, that what I'm, he did? I'm, I mean, just a few like with the dragon, right? That's why he got his dragon, right? Didn't he? He went somewhere yes. and got his dragon. Yes, exactly. I think it's probably that. I mean, I there's we we should keep an eye on it, and we should be we should be aware. But this has happened before. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, um, is there something that I am not aware of that is problematic? No, I just I mean I I mean we're on a ship in in the middle of the ocean. We just saw a Kefkin. Yes. That I really yeah, that really terrifying. hate, and now and that, uh, yeah. Boz, who is and, really is the only one that keeps us from doing really stupid stuff it's gone hey i know i know i mean i'm don't dream, we, we don't. know i'm not i jumped to make deals way too soon we need we need balls okay hey okay. Um, i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out and I put think, like a, a hand think, on um, a hand on her shoulder should, and say hey it sh- is okay ro this is okay we are on the boat yeah. Boz is gone. And yeah, no, I've been hearing you guys nope. talk about that. It's really stressing me <laughs> out too. Well, Ro, yes. Ro, get, Ro, get listen, look at yeah. me. Look at me, Ro. Yeah. We're on the boat. We made it out. You're sure he didn't like fall overboard? He knows how to swim, right? Yeah, he knows how to swim. We've been on the Oz? water with him. Um, yes. He, Ro, he can turn into Ro, a dolphin. Deep breath, deep breath, deep breath, um, deep breath. Hey, hey, what color is the sky? Blue, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Blue. Clouds. It's a it's a lovely blue. Take a deep breath. 
Get, I think the ocean. Should, I think we should go tell and tell him. I think, I think we all okay. just need to know. Tello is down there, so maybe Tello saw something. Yeah, let's go yeah, talk to we Tello. should actually. That's a really smart idea, Greta. Let's let's go down yes. to talk to Bro, Tello. I need you to take some deep breaths, though. I need you to okay. take some deep breaths. This is gonna be a okay. This has happened before. We have got this absolutely covered. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Everybody is safe. We're on the boat. Biscuit uh, didn't. Maybe he didn't. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. We are. We are. The staff is here. This. If the staff was gone, I'd be freaked out. You should go look at what the staff is doing. Okay, goes down. Tello! <laughs> okay. You move below deck, and Tello uh, is asleep in a bunk, which I forgot to describe, because uh, he was also pooped. And, Tello! Um, yeah. Tello, Tello, Where, where's balls? Whoa, what's... Where's balls? Why is the staff everywhere? Yeah, where's balls? You were down here with him, where's balls? What do you mean, where's balls? He's, He's not here, and Viscuit was up there, and balls is nowhere down here. Bro, it's, this boat is tiny. He's has to be above or below he's not he's not above he's not on the boat tell but his staff's right there you were down here but with him Ro. Yeah, this has happened before we're gonna be okay he was sitting right there before i went to sleep yeah it's gonna be okay guys is he like a is he like a bug again no i i sent to him and there was like it was weird it's like nothing i've ever felt before it's not like when i contacted Should you the bees be doing that the bees what and he points over to boz's oh, apiary no. And the glass is like fractured all over it, and the top oh, corner is is broken apart, but it's not shattered on the ground. The pieces are floating around in the air, and the bees are flying lazily in and out, and landing around on the staff, and then flying back and forth. And the bees are just lazily back and forth in the space. Okay, guys, I think we should give that some space. We should not touch that. Ro holds out her hand. Uh, understood? <laughs> <laughs> That's a different approach. Ro has had a connection no, a little Zach, bit with the bees. No before. more inspiration today. The bee. I haven't gotten lands, inspiration this lands on your Lands on your hand. Ro cast talk to animals. Speak to animals. Okay. Strumming the loot. When the bee looks up at you, and the many eyes sort of strobe with colors, and uh, or your head gets fuzzy, could you make an intelligence saving throw for me? Sixteen. Eight points of psychic damage as your head numbs and you blink hard and you kind of like instinctually your hand vibrates a little bit and the bee just flies off and starts lazily drifting around the space again. And as you all look around the space, you start noticing that the bees are flying in patterns. They're revolving around the staff in sick, wide, lazy, cyclical motions back and forth. And slowly but surely, all of the bees are coming out of the apiary and f- rotating around the staff, flying lazily. Until eventually, there's maybe like five, six hundred bees that have all left the apiary. And the sides of the apiary reform and come back together and the whole thing 
we form solid. And now this room is just covered in brilliant bright fluffy bees. Just and they're all in a swarm near the center of the staff. Just rotating back and forth around the head of the staff. Until it's just standing there going, okay, yeah, no, that's pretty weird. Guys, that bee kind of hurt my head and hurt my feelings. It didn't talk to me like he normally does. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. I was just a little okay. worried. Yeah, no, me too. That is weird. Should... <sighs> um, all right. I'm gonna... Mm. Okay, well... It kind of hurts to look at this stuff. Yeah, I'm, uh, no. I'm gonna go More above than deck. usual. Should we get everyone above deck? Um... I don't know... Uh, until it kind of blinks a little bit. And his head wobbles back and forth. And as he looks at the staff a little bit, he blinks hard, and there's a couple, like, hard blinks, and then Tello, like, shakes his head, and he goes, I think we, um... And he takes a step forward, his head, his foot slips, and he just nope. falls face forward, unconscious, on the bottom of the boat. Oh. And, um, you two who have been looking at the staff, could I get intelligence saving throws from either of you? Again? Oh, I thought you were pointing at Landon for a second. Nope. I was so confused. <laughs> What's your spell save, DC, boss? My spell save, I think, is 16. Okay. It's a 22. Greta? So it's 7 plus 5. 12. That's a 22. 7 plus 5 is 12. I got a 17. Both of you guys look at the staff and you blink your head hard. You are having trouble even like focusing in his presence and you guys start to like your legs start to quiver and you start to like fall unconscious, but you whip your heads, move your head away from okay. the staff. If you stay down here with this thing, you're going to fall unconscious. Okay. Uh, I'm going to really quit. I'm going to stop looking at the staff mm -hmm. and I'm going to grab everyone and try and get them upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you are trying to drag Tello up the ladder? Uh, no, I'm trying to wake people yeah. up. And I say no, outside. Like no, I'm Craig. Like shaking okay. Craig, shaking. As you as you shake the bunk, uh, the side or the the hammock, the side of Nom's hammock moves open. Nom, don't look at it. Don't look at it. Nom's head kind of tilts to the side, and she's asleep. She's breathing, but as you as one of her eyes sort of slightly opens, there's strobing colors moving back and forth under the eyelid. Oh, she fell asleep from looking at the staff. Craig, okay, okay. you are suddenly woken up. Craig. Literally as Micah's woken up. Craig, don't look at the staff. All I see <laughs> is you. Let's get an intelligence in for Craig, as you no. definitely look at the staff. <laughs> no. Are Bill Free and Prof down? They're above deck. Okay, good. Hey, guys. No. <laughs> hey, guys. This was an, um, a beautiful zero. A little sorry, zero. zero. I'm sorry, what? Hey, wait, Shout wait, wait. Do I have inspiration? Guys, <laughs> I have inspiration. Oh my god. You roll a zero. You can't roll a hey, zero guys, on a d20. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know what's happening. So Craig, Craig goes, Craig goes, roll all I see. And then he, out of his bunk, head bounces off the bottom of the boat and he is out. Cool, me too. 
I love you, Micah. We love Can you, Micah. I do like a medicine check? No, but for having remained down here this much longer oh, no. with okay, the staff fine. in your periphery. No, no, it's okay. okay. Let's get another round of intelligence saving throws from both of you guys. <sighs> okay. Says oh, your spell save DC is 16, Landon. Awesome. 22. Mm-hmm. I'm going to burn my inspiration. That didn't help at all. That's a 12. As you go, okay, I think I need to. You turn around and Greta, staring at the staff, her arms go limp. She she buckles down her knees, falls backward and on the bottom of the deck. And your head is getting woozy. Okay, I go up I go up the ladder. Okay, you race up the ladder. As you get above deck, um, uh, the bees don't make any attempt to leave. They just keep swirling around the staff. You boom, boom, boom up the ladder. You open it up, close it behind you. And um, uh, Spagoober's sitting there like kind of massaging no. his forehead, but blinking hard. And... Uh, uh, Ploff is unconscious, face down on the deck, and Bilfrey has rolled her over, and he's like slapping her face. He's going, "Come on, come on, come on, wake up!" And uh, right there is where we're gonna end episode seventy-two. So that comes through. Let me do it again. No, we'll treat that as sort of like the third arc finale. Guys, what? So good what stuff, everyone. I was we'll loop you in, Micah. We'll loop you uh, in. We'll, no. We'll, uh, we'll talk uh, leveling after the session because it's a bunch of decimals and stuff. But listener, thank you for listening to this episode what? of Barely D and D. Um, we are thrilled to have you along for the adventure. If you've gotten all the way to episode seventy-two, thank you. Uh, we have a lot of really good stuff coming. Um, the Patreon is sick, and uh, you should check it out for all sorts of special content. I'm sure the third watch <laughs> on these episodes is going to be phenomenal. Last week, for some reason, an episode didn't. Uh, upload yeah. because I have yes. a uh, uh, our subscription for podcast hosting. It just didn't want to take the episode. So now <laughs> patrons are just permanently one episode ahead of everybody. It just yeah, because you guess are. what? They got the episode. No mm-hmm. matter what, patrons get the episode. Yeah. So now, if you want to be a week ahead of everybody, all the other episodes, just subscribe to Patreon. So. Um, not to mention five unique yeah. one shots. Yeah. Um, hours of uh, bonus content. Yes. Hours uh, of behind the scenes. Discussion. The there live show is still exclusively of, there. Uh, original art. There's um, Ido's encrypted messages there if you ever mm-hmm. want to break the code. There's memes um, that we send each other in the Discord about our campaign. <laughs> so yeah. all sorts of cool bonus stuff. The threshold prices <laughs> are very low. Yeah. But more importantly than any of that, it also doesn't matter. And we just love that you're here and enjoying the story. Um, uh, thank you for being a part of this excellent adventure. Please remember to care about the people around you. Uh, life is an incredible adventure. You are an important part of it. Everybody, skibbity wop da da.